Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Then live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. They separate us from our neighbors and they call it social distancing It's actually a bigger plan, it's called social conditioning They took away our privacy, there's always someone listening They're rigging the elections, planning riots for the citizens The government has always lied, it's history repeating But the problem is the schools dumb you down so you believe them If you try to speak the truth inside a tweet then they delete it Whole administration Satanists who claim they praise in Jesus Every year there's a new name for enemies that we're facing It's Al-Qaeda, then ISIS, and now American patriots Who would have thought those who love the country the most would be 
hated on by folks who call America home Both political parties are equally just as evil They've been working for themselves, don't give a damn about the people Black, white, yellow, brown, humanity needs you Cause united we stand, divided they will defeat you The man on the news says the problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy Y'all missing what was written in them pages That was history they wrote, now you wanna change it You racist, you hate this Why you want us all to be locked up in cages? I can't stand the left, everything they say is depressing Ship them to the Middle East, they can learn oppression Believe me, I mean this quite literal I love liberty, but I hate white liberals Wear a mask, stay home, complain and moan Talk about privilege on your phone in your Range Rover Starbucks, mango, fufu, whatever The cloth I'm cut from can handle any weather You just paper in the rain, we ain't the same Stand for the flag, only kneel when I pray I just pray we go back to the old days Land of the free, home of the brave The man on the news says the problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they're lying to us Don't know who to believe, so in God we trust See through all the illusions Refuse to humor rumors Or accept that we're losing Easy to get caught up Consumed by the consumer Truth is so deluded People starve off the confusion Comfort is the killer Your dreams execution Cool with persecution If I make a contribution Home of the brave Look like a mental institution And there will be revolution If we can't find resolution And a threat is a promise Stand up, pay homage They tell lies, I'm being honest Test the time is upon us I know that God got us So I'm fighting in his honor Hear the cries of the crusaders As we're strapping up up our armor, either set set a higher ground or drown in a drama. If I die for what I love, then my death will be nirvana. We fighting for our freedom, don't believe what they've been feeding. Be the change you want to see, the warrior that we're needing. The man on the news says the problem is me. I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams. The world's going crazy and they lying to us. Don't know who to believe, so. We don't trust the news, the government, or pharma We just want freedom that you have that to offer We don't want the lies, the politics, or the drama We just want the life that was promised by our fathers We don't trust the news, the government, or pharma We just want freedom that you have that to offer We don't want the lies, the politics, or the drama We just want the life that was promised by our fathers The man on the news says the problem is me I'm just a small town boy with big American dreams The world's going crazy and they're lying to us Don't know who to believe, so in God we trust And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Avilin. Hello, Patriot. Stupid stream text. I thought you fixed it. I thought I did too. Apparently not. It obviously still doesn't want to work with it. Yeah, of course Go not. Go figure. Sorry. Go figure. Yes. Anywho. So, hey, uh, we got a special guest with us tonight. Yes. One of our favorites. Yes. Uh, uh, El, uh, doctor. Our, our returning champion. Or, well, he work. was here. 
Where'd he go? He was just here a second ago. Ooh. He popped out. Ooh. Weird. Okay, I'm sure he'll be back. Because okay. he texted me and said he was on and ready. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw too. And then, okay, well, he'll be back. Well, that's okay, because I'm going to tell you all what happened to me today, so you can laugh at me. This is actually pretty funny. <sighs> oh, my God. So every every morning, except for Wednesdays, when our teenager has a later start in school, but every morning I get my ass up at fucking 5.30 in the morning, I get the teenager out of bed, and... Uh, I drive him or sometimes he drives this morning. He was really tired. So I drove, um, 40 minutes to school and then I drive back and then I have about 10 minutes before I have to walk the younger one down to the bus stop. And I always bring the dogs with me and there's a little kid down there that's kind of scared of the dogs. So like we just, we, he's gone up and, and you know, he said hi to them once and they're like, they're as big as he is. Seamus is as big as he is. So he's just like, he doesn't want any of it. Okay. Um, send, resend Dr. Sherwood the link, please. Cause right. it just dropped him off. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Uh, just hit Gmail. Um, so anyway, so we walked and, and the dogs know they get really excited for their walk. Just hit Mark. Um, there it is. And, uh, because there's a field um, on the way back or on in between the house and the bus stop where I let them loose and I let them run around and chase each other. Although since Annie's about to go into heat, Seamus has been really crazy. So whatever, but they're all excited. So I'm holding them tightly so that they don't try and run up to this kid because Seamus is terrified of everyone, but he is desperate to make friends with this child. So all of a sudden there's a new dog in the house across the street fighting with its owner because he's now seen the puppies and he wants to come over and say hi. And he's fighting with his owner and Seamus sees him and Annie sees him and I see him. And all I can think is, Oh fuck. And Seamus takes off at full speed, which is no mean feat. Like this dog is fucking fast and he's huge. He's 120 something pounds yeah, now. Folks. Exactly. He's fucking enormous. And when he's not fat, there is no, no nothing, no part it's on him all, that is fat. It's it's all it's muscle. all muscle. I, I mean, no fat on him. So I, all I'm thinking is, normally if he gets like that, I just let him go because he doesn't really leave my side. Like he comes right back to me. But I've got this kid that's terrified of Seamus. I've got this new dog that we've never met now going crazy across the street, and I'm thinking, fuck, I cannot let let him go. So he he proceeds to drag me. Less than a year. And then drags me off of my feet and halfway across the freaking road before he realizes that I'm down. And he's like, oh, shit, mom's down. And he turns around and comes back for me. I'm still holding on to his to both of their leashes. And I, I had the foresight to flip onto my back instead of landing on my face on, on the gravel concrete road. So... My, my whole, my thumb is wrenched, although it's much better, whatever you did to it this morning. So that's, that's a little bit better. My back is fucking killing me. My shoulder hurts. Um, I got a big bruise on my ass and yeah. There he is. So our 10 month old puppy. Who is 125, 125 pounds, pounds. At least. Literally drug me off my feet and halfway across the damn road before he, he would have kept going. He would have kept dragging me if he, if he had realized like, Oh, mom's down. 
<laughs> and the kids were laughing so hard. Like it took them a hot minute to uh, to actually like. Oh, I bet Liam yeah. was just dying. Oh my God. To come over and be like, mom, are you okay? Oh my God. Did he come home anyway? Yeah. Okay. Good. Just I didn't see him, so I ran in. <laughs> so how you doing, Doc? Good to see you. Man, I'm. I came at the right time with you getting <laughs> crashing and burning. That's a hilarious story, man. Wow. Well, Seamus is no joke. Yeah, I, I'm serious. Seamus is. Uh, he's only what? He's he's ten months ten old. months old. Yeah. He's probably 125 pounds now. Yeah. Or oh just thereabouts. And he stands and he's a beast. He he stands like he can easily put his head on our kitchen counter. He is not oh. fat either. And you know, so he's just like, Mom, what you cooking? Is that for me? I'm like, no, he's it's clumsy not for you. too, probably, right? Um a bit, a bit. He's, yeah. he's really wary about his size. He's very scared of himself. Except for with Annie. And Annie's uh, literally like, I, I mean, a day away from bleeding all over my house. Like she is so close to going into heat. She's still at the point where she's like, yesterday oh, she was still no. snapping at him. Like, get away from me. Don't come near me. And today she's like splaying her legs out. <laughs> like, you want some of this? So thankfully, <laughs> he hasn't quite figured out what oh. to do with it yet. So he keeps trying to go from the front. I'm like, that's, that's okay. You, no, you, that ain't going to work dude you, you stay there buddy that's good um and i got i got a, a doggy chastity belt for her uh, you know doggy diaper oh no <laughs> um, you did not did. oh yes she did but it was too small so i figured the oh. medium would fit her because that's her size and everything else but no so i had to return it and i'm waiting for the larger size to come in um because i want to wait, wait too long <laughs> no kidding i want to wait like at least an, a, at least six months like at least two maybe three cycles before we breed her before we breed them but uh man i don't think we're gonna have much of a choice here i know that he will not leave her alone it's so ridiculous it's gotten to the point now he doesn't even give a shit where oh yeah normally he is like by my side all the time nope he just not anymore not anymore and annie wants to be by me which is completely unusual exactly blind (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome man oh yeah it's it's fundraising puppies they're like I'm, I'm i keep i'm like seamus is like a horny teenager on prom night <laughs> he really is he should have like pimples or something and his voice should be breaking like oh my god oh, you guys i miss you all <laughs> wow it's that been is awesome yeah so what's going on in your world you know we've just been out there doing the same thing as you guys are fighting every day forward to uh defeat uh those enemies that are and trying to keep people going forward because man People are getting weary and some are discouraged and we spend a lot of our time just picking people up, you know? I I do actually. I got um I kind of got in trouble for uh for being so black pilled. Um and uh and and I was yeah, not by you, by okay. by the that anyway. Gotcha. Um, but uh, basically, I was told that if we keep going down this road, we're going to manifest a reality that we don't like where like everybody dies. And I had this theory that when people start to realize what, you know, that the jabs are really poison death shots, that even if they got the placebo, they might be more inclined towards disease purely from the emotional trauma. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they might just die because they think they're going to. And I agree with you. Um, you know, so I'm like, all right, so I, I've tried to change our trajectory and, and try and promote a a message going back to, I'm like, I I need to find my hopium pipe. I know it's around here somewhere. So (laughs) 
<laughs> no, man, you're right. I mean, like today, people are so, depending on wherever you are, it's all fear, isn't it? You know? Yes. And so because of that, you know, fear kind of takes away all hope and like it just kind of snuffs it out. And so you're right, man. You know, like everybody that takes the shots, I mean, some are going to die. Some are, you know, we know that um, we don't have a prediction on it, which makes it even worse, you know, and then you got the thing called fear, which I completely agree with you. I think fear is the greater pandemic. I really do. You know, I, I heard, a, I heard an interesting theory, not really a theory actually, because it's, it's, it's really been proven scientifically true more and more. Um, I, I heard it from Dr. Merritt, but I'd heard it before as well, that almost all disease, including cancer is parasitic. And yeah. that um, like uh, doctors in Egypt, that um, the parasitologists, people that study parasites all the time, uh, there's some, a cancer doctor, you know, oncologist, apparently was the first one, first oncologist to compare a scan of a cancer tumor with a parasitic egg sac and see that they were exactly identical. And he brought it up to this, this parasitologist friend in Egypt. And the guy was like, Psh, we talk about that all the time. That's a well-known thing. <clears throat> and it, it makes you wonder, um, you know, because of course, <clears throat> uh, Dr. Artis and, you know, a bunch, bunch of other people were talking about snake venom. We've had that conversation before. Mm. Um, and, you know, they're talking about uh, self-assembling biosynthetic nanotechnology in the jabs. They're, they're seeing all kinds of stuff, graphene oxide and, and this, mm. that, and the other. Um, but another interesting thing that Dr. Merritt said was that in any sample that one of our doctors has looked at, they haven't actually found any MRNA. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised. And I'll tell you why, because ultimately um, when I look at the um, credibility of vaccine and the vaccine industry right now, it's gone. I think there's, a it's good right up there with the FBI and uh, the Department of Justice and the executive. Yeah, you know, when you create that lack of integrity, you're always going to have doubt. So right now, people have every good reason to doubt anything they say, which is another reason to not trust or do anything they tell you to do, right? So that's just another uh, honest, rational, reasonable train of thought. Um, you know, to your point, you know, you look at diseases in general, and I, I wouldn't go so far to say all diseases are created because of parasites, but I would go so far to say that when the body is in, an, in, a, in a damaged state, which is the increasing prevalence of specifically America and even the world, we become more susceptible to the overabundance of things such as parasites and we don't have a defense to them at all. And then you got cancers that are rising at astronomical rates, Mick and B. Lynn. I mean, man, we're almost 600,000 a year right now die of cancer. Do you realize that? And that's going to pass in our lifetime. Heart disease is the number one killer. And it goes, you, we got to be going time out a minute. Something's dreadfully wrong. Well, I don't know. I think, Doc, Doc, I think, Doc, uh, I Doc, think we're going to, we're going to go causes up. is going to pass both of those, but I, I, yeah. I, no, no, no. I, I think cancer is going to triple. 
I, yeah. I don't even think we haven't even seen the peak yet in cancer. Oh, not I even. agree. Like, totally. What the jab is doing to people. No, 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 no. We haven't even seen the beginning of cancer. I don't even think we've even hit our, 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 our peak number yet. I think we're still no, climbing. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think cancer is going to continue to climb. I we do. had this conversation almost a, a year ago now, um, maybe more about cancer and talking about if the jab was causing cancer or if we were going to see a rise in cancer because of the jab. And here we are. I hate being right. Um, but, yep. you know, there's there's two different two different theories about that uh, as far as the, both the parasites and then, you know, it being parasitic and it not being parasitic. And they kind of line up. Yeah. With the jab, like if if the jab erases your immune system, which we know it does, then your body has a natural defense against parasites that keeps them in check. And if you erase that system, then those parasites are going to explode. And especially in people like soldiers that are constantly outside or people that work with animals a lot, like those are the ones that you're going to see if cancer is parasitic, um, that huge rise. And we're seeing soldiers with multiple malignant tumors coming up all over the place. And then yeah. if it's not parasitic, if it really is just some, you know, abscess tumor, cancer cell, whatever it is, again, you, the jab just eliminates your, your T cells that keep those cancer cells down. And same thing, your cancer blooms. Yeah. You're, you're really, you're really tracking well right there. And, and what it is, is we inclusive of you know, not just that vaccine, but all the vaccines that are stimulating our immune system, as well as our poor, poor, poor lifestyle and standard American Western processed diet. We have created this global immunocompromise situation. To your point, B. Lynn, whether, you know, you, you have a situation where we have our anti-parasitic defenses completely crippled, or we have our free radical systems crippled we have our detox systems crippled we have our cytotoxic t lymphocytes or and or killer cells crippled our defenses go out and in the the analogy i give people is much like our own country's right now border crisis because if our immune system is just like our boundaries our borders our military to try to protect us you know our body like a country right we have an open border right now that's leaching um infection in and we are susceptible and open to everything. And so I think the overall theme that you just noted is spot on correct. We have got to get back to the idea of twofold being aware of this, this dangerous vaccine push that we have. And number two, shoring up our defenses, things that we definitely have control over ASAP. And, and how, do, how do we do that? How do we how do we help people heal? You know, I heard I heard a statistic today that one in five Americans is currently skipping meals due to inflation. Yeah. Um, uh, one meal uh, skipping a meal a day due to inflation. And all I could think was good because mm -hmm. more than one in five Americans is a fat ass and needs to skip a meal <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm no, <sorry>. you're <laughs> you're right about that. And, and it's like the obesity crisis. And I'm going to say something right now that might shock people, but I know I can, I know I can do that right here on Patriot yep, Party okay. for sure. Um, the obesity crisis is obesity is the fastest growing non-communicable disease in the history of the world. Yes, it really it is. is. And, and we have blown it on that. America created that. We created it based upon greed through that pyramid 
called the food pyramid. We did that. Correct. And we profited off of that. We profited. And now, you know, we've created all these refined products, government subsidized, genetically altered products that are making people sick. And they contain carcinogenic, known carcinogenic compounds. And they're used in, they're actually in the processing glyphosate, known carcinogenic compounds. And the beat goes on and on and on. And, and I think that, you know, Americans need to get back to the idea of eating real food. They really do. And to your point, B. Lynn, interestingly enough, I'm with you good for the reason you stated. But secondly, a very important physiological region. The body cannot heal, restore, regenerate, rebuild or fight when it's in a fed state. And why are we eating so much? We're eating so much because we're eating food that doesn't contain nutrients, making us more hungry. But when we actually are fasting more often, eating better quality more often, we find our body being better able to heal. Uh, you know, it's, I went to the farmer's market hmm, probably two weeks ago because it was before our lettuce plants, our salad plants had, had come up. I just planted them. Um, now I'm eating out of the garden, but I went to the farmer's market two weeks ago and I bought uh, three different bags of, of greens. I bought some arugula, I bought a mixed green, and I think I bought spinach or something, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I mixed them all together. And we ate, you know, four of us ate a, a steak salad, I think right after I went to the farmer's market. And I threw it in the vegetable drawer and I forgot about it. And I went, well, I went and I, I was going looking for vegetables today cause I'm making a roast beef right now, actually. And, uh, and I, I pulled it out and I was like, oh, all right, I'm gonna have to give this to the chickens or the ducks. And I opened it up and you know what? It's still good. It's still fresh Wow! wow. because it was picked two days before, maybe a day before I got it mm -hmm. and it's grown completely organically. I mean, there's no, it's not, it's from a, a, a local person like me that just has a little bit of extra produce and is selling it at the farmer's market. When you, that. when you buy things or when you grow your own food, it lasts so much longer. It's so much fresher. I have a cucumber in the vegetable drawer from this summer. That's just yeah. starting to turn soft. Like, I mean, and I'm like, Oh, all right, I guess I got to, you know, slice that up. <laughs> and eat it. But um, Time to eat that one. Yeah. And give the other half to the chickens. But you know, it's, it's amazing. We, and it's so easy to grow your own food. Yeah. Get it, get a bucket it's, and some dirt and stick a seed in it and throw some water on it and like, wait, like three weeks for salad and boom, you can eat out of your own backyard. You can. And, and that's the, that's the thing I don't understand. You know, I read that statistic to uh, V Lynn and I was like, oh, wow. You know, I know what people are going to do with this. And I know what our stupid politicians are going to do with this to come to the rescue, you know, in their false capes and and false um, Superman suits, right? They're going to say, oh, well, let me just print some more money or give you some vouchers so you can get, go down the store and get some more uh, canned food, non-food and non-bread items. You know, they just want to kill you more, right? And when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, even the skipping meals, they didn't even categorize meals because like you're talking about as a real meal, you guys know and eat salad like that and, you know, steak salad or whatever. You eat less because you get more. Yeah. And over the course of time, you actually end up saving money and saving time. The only time you may have to spend more at it is going to the grocery store, going out to your garden to pick things. Yeah. I, I went to Sam's Club yesterday and I was complaining on here last week because I, I went really the only time I go to the grocery store now is for beer and wine. That's 
occasionally <laughs> milk. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but imagine uh, that. <laughs> I mean, you know, but sometimes the kids are like, "Mom, can you get us snacks? Like, I need snacks for school or whatever." And I'm like, "All right." So once a month, I go to Sam's Club, and I'll stock up on you know snacks and uh, toiletries and whatever you know, big item stuff at Sam's Club that I can't cook or grow, you know, I can't make or grow. Um, but when I went to the grocery store two weeks ago, a three pound bag of mandarin oranges is $6 and 47 cents. Come on. Wow. That's right. I was like, okay, two years ago, it was two ninety nine. Last year mm. it was three ninety nine. Now it's six fifty. Are you kidding me? God. Like, so I went to Sam's club and they did, they had a, a five pound bag for $7 and I was like, all right, well that's, you know, a little better, but but even still, um, yeah, Halloween candies are 80% uh-huh. higher. I, I spent 20 bucks on a bag of 150 pieces of candy. Um, inflation is killing people. It is. And it's- I am very concerned about where we're going as a country. We quit putting more money. You know, the the dollar that we know, of, I, you know, I think many people have predicted and I concur it's, it's going to go south on us and we're going to lose it. I, I'm right there with you. And to think about this too, this in, in the wake of everything else, by the way, while your kids are out trick or treating this year and you have no idea where that candy comes from, mm. you might want to get some extra candy on the side so your kids can start eating that candy before they eat the candy that you've got them or they went and got that night because mm. you have no idea what's in there because they just yeah, found right here in Georgia, a whole bag of Skittles that were not Skittles. They were yeah, pills. Fentanyl. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I, I've been doing a ton of um, research on that and uh, answered a ton of media questions on that because of my, my background in law enforcement, you know, Mick, right? And, um, you know, people need to understand what this is. This opioid analog called fentanyl is 100 times more powerful than morphine, 50 times more powerful than heroin. And it's, you know, the way I was kind of describing it to somebody, it just, it kind of blows my mind every time I think about it. How much fentanyl does it take to kill someone? Well, think about a a copper penny. Yeah. A little copper penny being on a paper, you know, and maybe one fifteenth the size of a copper penny that about, I mean, that's not much at all. And now they're manufacturing this in the, in this new brand of fentanyl called rainbow fentanyl that looks just like skittles and it's we if i'm a parent this time of year man i i've always exercised caution you know back when we were growing up it was like look out for the razor blade and the apple but man not anymore you're talking about a deadly proposition i would not let my kids have any unpackaged candy anyway you know period and um and interesting enough, that fentanyl is being manufactured in, you know, places like China, Mexico, and even some in India. And I got to tell you, and, uh, you know, it, it's properties used in controlled uh, instances are excellent because yeah. I w- was on a, I, after my surgery, I had a button that I could press for pain and it yep. administered me 0. 0.0001 milligrams of fentanyl in an IV drip. And when it gave it to me, um, I can tell you the effect it had on me. I was laying in the bed. My tongue was completely hanging out of the side of my mouth. (laughs) And I had absolutely no idea where I was. I was like, uh, and my dad got a picture of it, of course, because my dad's yeah. a cool. dick like that. But yeah. <laughs> that's good. 
He still has a picture of your brain sitting on his mantle. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. You know, you're right. I mean, and, and again, proper use of drugs to do certain things at certain times and little windows, I suppose are very necessary because if I have a broken arm, I really don't want another omega-3 fatty acid, you know, <laughs> something to help me not hurt. But we have a place and time right now in our world where these things are being utilized for evil and we are not doing anything about it. We continue to have open borders. We continue to celebrate the influx of people because we want to gain votes. That's all it's about at the loss of people's lives. I was reading a statistic recently that 108,000 people between 18 and 45 males have died because of fentanyl overdoses. To put that in perspective, just a little perspective, that's more than COVID, car wrecks, and gun deaths combined in that group. Did wow. You, do you, did you know? But not as many as from sudden, unexpected, unknown causes. Yeah, sudden death syndrome. Yeah, so, sudden death syndrome. Did yeah. you know, though, 103 firefighters and paramedics who have done CPR this year have died from fentanyl overdoses mm. because fentanyl is that powerful. Yep. You have just a little bit left on you and we go to do, do CPR on you and we inhale it done. Now right. we're dead too. Yeah. And they can't use drug dogs because no. the same and reason. Kill the dog. So, yeah. yeah. And, and the, our whole problem is, you know, like, like we were talking about earlier, you know, we as patriots always need to examine the root cause of issues, right? You can look at our country and know that we lost our country and lost our country's values when we started giving up our state and people power to the federal government. We can look at the ability of our body to immunologically defend themselves. We lost that when we started compromising our immune system globally. And now you can see that we are losing this war on this when we opened our borders and allow our country to be compromised. And it's just one compromise after the other, after the other. And no one wants to deal with the root issues anymore. Nobody, nobody just wants to say no, because mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're just, people we might hurt their feelings. are so oh, I know about being canceled. That, oh, I, I don't want to hurt him. Why? Who cares? I don't get be it. Be like Kanye. Um, yeah. And, well, and, right is right and wrong is wrong, isn't it? It really is, you know. But yeah. uh, so speaking of the, the border, I, I I have a question for you, Doc. Yeah. You know, we've been watching the debates um, over the last couple of days, which mm -hmm. were very interesting. The Pennsylvania debate was <laughs> wow a train wreck. Um yeah. New York was pretty fiery and, and uh, I think we're getting a Michigan was, yeah, Michigan was really good. Uh, we're getting a Colorado, New Hampshire tonight, but uh, some clips from that. But of course the debate we didn't see was Arizona because Katie Hobbs refuses to, to debate yeah. Carrie Lake. Um, what do you think of Carrie Lake? You know, I, I, I don't know her in all fairness. Um, I've listened to her speak a couple of times. Um, she talks a really good game. One thing I like about her is what she says is generally accurate from a constitutional standpoint. I like that. The thing that I, I want her to do, and this, if it ever gets back to her, I want her to absolutely stand on her own, on her own. 
her own two feet, her own merits, and absolutely stand on her principles without erring and not pointing at somebody else. I'm supporting that person. No, stand on your own merits because you're there to lead the people of Arizona by protecting them, by honoring the Constitution. That's what I want to see from her. But so far, I will tell you that what she said, you know, regarding protecting the borders, you know, uh, regarding the, the 10th Amendment, uh, regarding vaccine choices and all of those things have been pretty much spot on point. Yeah, I I agree. Although I am I am wary of her because she is so polished and she was a Democrat five minutes ago. And, well, and Tulsi Gabbard is campaigning with her, who was also a Democrat five seconds ago. And she also, I am very wary of her. She also, she, she speaks a very good game. The both of them yes. speak very well. That's, that's almost oh, a little troubling to me. It is. And, and I think people should be aware of this because I've been asked this a lot recently, you know, just, you know, fairly recently coming out of a gubernatorial campaign. We don't have Republicans, Democrats anymore, Mick and BLM. We've got a uniparty. And that's oh, yeah. exactly what it is. And and they don't the people that are in the the political system as a general rule based upon my well known limitation, but not significantly limited belief system and observation is this that they get in there they're all driven by power money fame and influence and that is not what our country is about and they say what needs to be said which you're just noted but they don't have experience doing what they said it's all about saying what you say during an election season to try to get the buzz going and people need to look back at their history who are these people? Where did you come from? What have you said before? Have you been consistent? Have you been inconsistent? Have you lived out your message or is this something new? And if it's something new, you should be able to say, you know, I was wrong or I'm sorry about what I said before. There's not a position of humility. There's not a position of humbleness. There's positions of agitation and anxiety and anger towards other people. And, and I, I concur with both of you. I don't think that that's quality, long-term standing, good for our country's leadership. I think we need servant hearts, people. I really, really do. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I doubt we're going to find this right now. I doubt we're going to mm, see this no. at all in the near future. I mean, no. things are turning around. They're looking up. I mean, we're... Frick, today was the probably the lunch, you know, the day of all days that like just absolutely shows you now that there's a good chance that we're going to flip more than just possibly New York, Connecticut mm -hmm. and about four other states. Uh, but OK, I the was, grand total now is eight are up in the air. I, I was yeah. boggled this morning because early, I think it was even before six o'clock. Um, oh, maybe it was after six o'clock because we get up stupid early. But anyway, um, you know, we grew up in New York and then Connecticut. So mm -hmm. we're from what's called the tri-state area. And basically New Jersey and Connecticut are suburbs of New York for the most part. The bottom half of New Jersey is more Pennsylvania. And then, mm -hmm. you know, the top half of Connecticut's more Massachusetts, but really it's the tri-state area. It all centers around New York. And I saw on the news this morning that all three may flip red. The tri-state area may flip mm -hmm. red. And I was like, I, 
You have no idea how many liberals are there. I'm this so is a speechless. blue waspy stronghold here. I mean, yeah. it, it looks like as it broke. Blue as it gets. And and right US. now they're within all within the margins, all within a matter of you know one or two points. It's all within. I I mean, literally, they have they called like eight more states today. Uh, this includes yeah. Oregon. I was like, holy crap! Oregon has never elected a red governor ever. And right now the freaking governor right there and the one that's running against her are both neck and neck. I was like, yeah, you have got to be kidding me. Well, I, I think what's happening is the message. We all know that the elections are not fixed. Everybody knows that that's a well, you know, accepted belief, right? Uh, oh, so, yeah, they're free and fair. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. What's yeah. done, though, I think it's done something in a positive way. There is historically um, a lack of numbers of voters that actually participate in elections. Point being taken in, in my home state, you know, we might have one in five vote in a primary. Well, that's not enough, right? Well, and except think- in 2020 when we had a 120 percent turnout. I know. Yeah. But, right. Well, I think about, what's you know. happening, though, I think we need to get um, the, the patriots, you know, the conservatives, the real people that love our country. You know, they're getting more active now. So if nothing else, even though things aren't fixed and aren't corrected, we're getting them out. And I think that's going to lend itself to positivity. I really, really do. Uh, whether we get all eight of those seats or not remains to be seen. But ultimately, even like to your point, Mick, even seeing that sign is a good thing that Mm -hmm. gives people hope and people need just a little glimmer of hope. Americans are curious creatures. We get a little glimmer of hope, man. That's all we need to keep us going. You know, that's how we, what we are wired, man. We've always excelled when we had a little window of hope and that's what Americans need. And I believe that that's things like that are giving it to them. I really do. I mean, there, there's, there's signs all over the place. Um, that's one of them. I mean, that's, it's, but, it's the more and more the people that I start seeing. Um, I've really, it's very rare now, especially down here for me to drive around and see anybody wearing a mask in their car by themselves. Yeah. It is very rare. Those people have become increasingly rare. And I don't yeah. know if that's just due to death or, if that's because people are finally waking up saying, Hey, look, this is really stupid. We are well, some dumb people. We went, we went to the hospital last week because Mick of course did yet another stupid thing and messed himself up. Um, mm. But uh, he, uh, but I attempted to break my hand. Yes. Um, Mick, but, uh, come yeah, on, was, man. He was, he was drilling and the drill slipped and his hand hit a, a two inch steel strut and you know, whatever. Anyway, um, there was a weird pop and I was like, yeah. Ooh, that yeah, didn't feel good. And I was really like, oh, and no. then it like a balloon. I yeah, was like, it's still, it's still yeah, swollen, like, yeah. but it's better. But um, the thank, thank God nothing actually broke. He just thank God. popped some, you know, cartilage or whatever out of place. But, um, but we went to the hospital and not a single person, not, not a, pa- I think there was two patients in there that were wearing masks, but not a doctor, uh-huh. not a nurse, not, not the, the girl coming around doing the, you know, making sure that you can pay. Um, none of them, no one wore a mask. It was great. I was like, this yeah. is fantastic. So, well, I think we're in a place now and, and I'm heavily paraphrasing with what I'm saying, but it, it's going to prove a point that I think 
we're making here loud and clear. Samuel Adams, you know, one of our noted uh, founding fathers, said something like this, and, and I'm going to heavily paraphrase for effect. He said that tyranny um, cannot exist when you have a knowledgeable population that's full of virtue. However, tyranny can thrive when you have a nation full of ignorance and lack of virtue. And that spirit is the American spirit. That's more than just a, a thought and a pipe dream. That is a real spirit of America. And however we look at that, I still think the spirit of America is alive today. And that spirit was quashed, squashed, and tried to be subdued for some time. But if nothing else, over the last couple of years, that spirit of America that birthed the Constitutional Republic, that gave those founders the courage to stand up against the monarchy of the uh, British, you know, that spirit is still alive. And I, and I see that as being our catalyst to keep fighting. You know, I, I was listening to uh, Ben Armstrong, I want to say, on the SGT report last week, and he said that... Um, Democrats are all about giving you freedom, but only the freedom to sin. And again, yeah. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but all the freedoms that they want to give you is, is all it's, it's sin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and there's a, there's a biblical principle there that I want people to catch. Everybody's familiar with the um, Adam and Eve principle, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, here's Adam and Eve and, and let's picture this. This is, this is true freedom. When God put them in the garden, they were there. And they were free to do anything they want, eat anything they want, whenever they wanted. But just don't do that one thing. Because if you do that, you will die. Right. And so he was clear about the rules. But he told them about abundance. There was so much freedom they had. So much freedom. And he told them, you'll be in bondage if you eat that one thing. But if you stay out of that one thing, you can do anything else. Well, that is the idea of choice. That's the true idea of freedom. But what happened and what caused the fall of mankind? Well, Satan comes along there and he's watching all this and he gets them to focus on that one thing they can't do. One thing, just one thing. And he gets them distracted from the things they can do. And that's exactly what the Democrats are doing. Now, am I, am I saying there is Satan incarnate? No, I don't know their heart. But that's the same thing they're doing. They are confusing the thing called truth. And they're trying to convince people that, oh, that over there, that wasn't freedom. If you'll do this one thing over here, you'll have freedom. You see where I'm going with that? And all yep. it's going to do is lead to death. And it's a trap. It's the oldest trap known to mankind. And we need to be wary of that. That is, uh, it's funny that you brought up Sam Adams before because, um, I was just thinking about uh, the other day I had a conversation with somebody and uh, I told this story not a, a little while ago. It's one of my favorite um, stories that I ever heard about Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln told this story one day in the war Depart department that had everybody cracking up about uh, Ben Franklin. And the story that he told, he said that Ben Franklin uh, went to England after the war had ended here in America and uh, when they were working out the terms of peace and this one British Lord thought that it'd be really sneaky and um, thought that it'd be really funny if he put a picture of George Washington, who is now the president of the United States in the bathroom. 
<laughs> and um, they, the guy, uh, this, uh, when Ben Franklin showed up at this uh, British Lord, I believe is a uh, Lord uh, um, Douglas. I, I, I want to say, I don't remember exactly who it was, but he showed up at this Lord's home and he went in and he's sitting there and uh, they had, you know, drinks and then they had dinner. And then he says, Hey, um, he's like, uh, I, I need to use um, the water closet. And he sends him over to the water closet and he's sitting there all waiting. And he thinks it's all going to be funny and hysterical. And he turns around, he comes back and he says, uh, he comes in, he goes, and he looks at him and he goes, so did you enjoy our water closet? And he said, why, yes. He said, uh, you didn't notice anything, nothing odd. And he said, well, the, obviously the picture of your president in the water closet must offend you somehow. No, I figure if somebody's going to scare the shit out of the British, it would be George Washington. I put that <laughs> and oh, I was, my oh, my gosh. God. That is hysterical. That is really funny, but you know, you know, it's interesting. Like what we're dealing with today, it's the yeah. same thing. It's like we're being fed a heaping pile of shit every morning and we're being told to digest it. And so many of us are not doing that. Actually, no. it's, it's, it's not shit, baby. It's, it's crickets and mealworms. And, and more people yeah. are turning away from it. I saw a poll today. Uh, what was it? Uh, the number one issue in America and number seven is abortion. But yeah. the yeah. number one issue is money, inflation. Well, yeah, because people are, are they're losing right now on the average $5,000 a year due to inflation. And when you're yeah. living paycheck to paycheck, you can't afford that. Interesting. You know, I, I, um, I thought about a lot as you guys know, my story, you know, being a, uh, a kid that was adopted and, you know, could have been aborted, but, you know, I put a lot of, um, talking about that in the campaign, but I've had a lot of chance since then to think about things a lot. And I realized this and, and I understand why it's there and it probably should be there. I'm not minimizing it, but I'm just going to say it's an interesting perspective that I now have is that it's there because people's livelihoods are at stake, like you said. And we also have come to realize this powerful truth that you cannot make laws that are going to stop people from committing crimes and doing wrong. You cannot legislate morality. So the promises and the presumptions of these politicians that we can is completely false. What is hurting people and what's affecting them is when you take away their livelihood, their ability, you take away their ability to live and just choose. And, and that's the greatest thing that people have. Right. And so that's why that thing is, is going to be number one. And I don't see these politicians being able to or equipped to end this political inflation driven climate we have. Now, now do you think, um, and, and I, uh, we talked about this the other night and she brought this up. It's a good point. Do you think if we win uh, in the house and the Senate house and the Senate, a majority here in 22 in 24, does it make it any easier or harder for Republicans? Because you know, when, when these Republicans get into office, they don't, if do, a damn they thing. don't do what they've promised and what they've sold to America. Yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, it's interesting. I'm hoping the Republicans gain control of both houses, you know, soon next month, you know, basically. Right. I'm hoping that. And if we do, 
I suspect in 2024, I suspect that uh, President Trump will declare, and I do think he'll run again. I'd be shocked if he didn't. Um, however, having said that, I am kind of with you. We all make these promises, and the promises always turn out to be just a bunch of hollow words. And they're still politicians at heart. Mm. You know, we look at where we are right now as a country in regard to what's happened to us. The COVID crisis that was generated has brought us to where we are now. And, and I'm talking in a good way, right? It's it's woken people up. Let's look at that side. Now, I'm not talking about the, the catastrophe and disaster that is side of it. But who drove that? The politicians, the ones that are sitting there right now and the ones that were there before all take money from big pharma. All of them do. Yep. And they all let this happen because none of them would stand up to big pharma and they still won't. And all they're going to do is go up there and try to con you into believing they're going to give you cheaper drug prices. And here we go back again. They're not stopping this inundation with the pressurization to create more or to make more uh, parents feel guilty about not 50 times vaccinating their kids. No, nope, ain't stopping it at all. They're nope. letting it go. And so, you know, I don't think they're going to accomplish anything. I think the real people of the states, the real people that love our country are going to maintain the uh, salvation of our constitutional republic. And I think you're going to do it without the help of the federal government, quite frankly. I agree. So uh, in Oklahoma, is it looking like they're going to put the, uh, the the COVID jab on the required vaccines to go to public school or did they ban that? Well, it's going to depend um, because I think that the schools and most schools across the nation are in a little bit of a quandary and they take money from federal government. And if you take money from the feds, you know, you are sort of bowing down to their directives because it's not free money. It's it's sort of a, a grant or a loan that you can take if you follow our guidelines, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's so, how they were able to hold the transgender thing over their heads. Yeah, That's right. And so it's going to require, I believe, two things to happen. More schools of the public nature, this is one and one A, more schools of the public nature are going to say, hey, we're just not going to do that, and we're going to refuse to take your federal money. One A is going to be the governors of these states and the legislatures of these states are going to have to pass laws that even though they may be in for a fight that say we're not going to require that but we're going to leave it as a choice right so that's one and one a i think the second part of that that will happen and i think this will happen i think you're going to see parents pulling kids out of public school i think you're going to see some wonderful entrepreneurial spirit people start um, private, maybe Christian-based schools around, and I think more in homeschooling. I think there's going to be a lot more kids that are educated like that, and I think they're going to be better prepared for life, quite frankly. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of uh, what they call micro schools popping up, right. especially in churches, because these churches yep. are realizing that, hey, you know, for five, six days a week, their their buildings are empty. Totally. Uh, there's they've got homeschool groups through the churches, and they're they're holding class in in the churches. Um, micro schools and the parents are taking turns teaching, you know, going yep. over, you know, whatever their strengths are. So if one parent's really good at English, another one's good at math. And one day one parent teaches English, the next day the parent teaches math and it's, it's working out great. Um, it's going to, you know, it, parents have always yeah. been in charge of education. Yeah. You know, we just sort of, it's like, we can't 
as parents, you guys are parents. You can't, you can't turn your children over to the government. You know, you can't turn your children over to the church. You can't turn them over to the school. You can do that if you want to, but you just shirked your responsibility, man. Your job is to teach them. Well, right? your job is to train them all that, you know, our, uh, our older son, you know, he goes to a, an all boys private Catholic military school, although he's because his uh, education fund is tied to the stock market. What started out as enough money for all of high school and college has turned into enough money for two and a half years of high school. So, mm. um, so, you know, we gave him the option, like he, he may end up going to, to the school here in the new town we moved to, cause it's a, a good public school, um, mm. and has a, the same programs he's, he's in and AP classes and whatnot. But, um, his school that he's in, while they didn't require the jab, they were certainly pushing it kind mm -hmm. of passive aggressively, you know, especially like if you were on the football team, um, if you were exposed to someone that had COVID and you were unvaccinated, you couldn't, you know, you had to stay home for two weeks. You couldn't go to practice. You had to miss like five games. So they were really, but if you were vaccinated, that wasn't the case. So they were really pushing it, especially for the football players. And now yeah. they're starting to realize what a mistake they made because they had a 15 year old kid have a heart attack on the field during practice two weeks ago. And yeah. they, I mean, they were giving him CPR for 40 minutes because mm -hmm. the, the AED said that, and I, I went and did research on this afterwards, um, said that it wasn't, it wasn't a shockable rhythm, which, which meant that, I mean, you know, they were physically keeping him there alive. There was no, no he, rhythm. I mean, he, he was dead. Gone. He yeah. was gone. You know, um, now he's, he's not verbal. He's still alive. They kept him alive. Mm -hmm. Um, doing CPR chest compressions for 40 minutes until they got him to the hospital. And, uh, uh, he's sort of responsive. Like he can, you know, he'll, he'll squeeze your hand if you, you squeeze his hand and, and he'll, he might blink if you ask him a question, like he's there, but he's not verbal. He's not, he's, he's, he's not there. He's 15. God, and it's so sad. You guys. It's just, it's, abs it's, just oh. it's heartbreaking and horrible. And, and the first thing, as soon as, cause I was like, cause our, our son was late getting out of practice cause they were praying for this kid until the ambulance showed up. So the whole team, cause he's on a different team. Um, the whole team was like stopped what they were doing and, and they were all praying 75 of them praying for this kid. Um, and I, I think that's probably why he's still alive, but, uh, <sighs> It's it's just so so heartbreaking that they're doing this to these kids and and they have they have no they have no idea. But right. The first thing I like it jumped into my head because our our son's best friend was on the football team um and I had tried so hard to educate his mom about the jab and this was a year ago and she finally came to the pressure when he got exposed to COVID and he was unvaccinated. And she's like, well, you know, it can't be that bad. I just went and got him the shot. And so the first I was like, oh, my God, please tell me it's not him. You know, mm. and I had my son call him. No, it wasn't him. But I, I mean, that that may be what it takes for these schools to realize that they can't force this on these kids when they have kids dying in the in the cafeteria or on the playground or, you know, having a stroke in class. What is it going to take? Uh, you know, I'm with you. It's a shame that we're at this point in time, isn't it? You know, and um, when I look at this whole idea, let, let's even go back to March of 2020 into April into May. And, you know, at the height of this thing called COVID, I'm talking pre-delivery of this disaster. And yes, I said the word Operation Warp Speed. What a stupid thing to do. And I, I hold true to that. I don't give a rip who thinks that's that was dumb. 
Now, before all that, the group that did not die was the children. Yeah. I mean, come on. More people, more kids were getting killed in school bus wrecks than of the COVID virus. My question has always been, why do you vaccinate the people? Even if you believe in vaccines, why do you vaccinate the people that never showed a susceptibility of death? And the only reason you do that is because it's become profit over people. And that's a sad indictment of the people in charge of our country. And let it be said, as always, um, you know, God will defend that. No question. And that's the only thing I think we can hope for at this point, because yep. uh, this is ridiculous. I mean, we're, we find out now the uh, CDC pushed for COVID-19 boosters without clinical trials. Emails yeah. are now saying that came out in a freaking um, a FOIA that regulators got a hold of now. And we're now apparently finding out that not only were they not even not only did they not test it. But the initial version of the vaccine was the, or the initial version of the booster was the same as the vaccine. Yeah, the whole thing, Mick, is it's it's kind of silly, you know. The spikes that were the unique characteristics of this, uh, you know, man-made gain-of-function protein, um, they were the problem, you know. Not all the problem, they were the problem. So why would we create more spikes in the body? I mean, it never made any sense. Still doesn't make sense. And now we're trying to, you know put vaccines on a virus that's nearly um, gone. I mean, it's, it's no more than an endemic right now. What are we I, doing vaccinating that? I've got a serious question, um, especially when it comes to the medical field right now. Why are there still doctors out there? This is a serious, I mean, I can't make this any more plain and serious as it is, but why are there still doctors out there? virologists who are being censored because they can't find the COVID virus. Yeah. That's a serious issue. Well, I think we all understand that media today, mainstream media I'm referring to, not you guys, mainstream media, I think we all understand that it's controlled by powers outside of the reporters. Um, It's not, it's not news anymore. It is nothing more than a government generated propaganda scheme, much like back in Nazi Germany was doing, you know, you're only limited to this much like what's happening in uh, communist China. you only can see this. They shield the public from truth. And that's not media. That to me is not freedom of press as we see in the first amendment. No, no, this is not press at all. This is, politicize information to try to drive a narrative. And I think it all goes back to the very same thing, the root of all evil, the love of money. And that's where it is right now. And I, I, I tell you, if we want to stop a lot of problems in our world, uh, one solution, this wouldn't stop them all, but one solution, it would be for these politicians to grow. Well, you know what I'm talking about, grow a set of, you know what, and begin. Yeah. And begin to, Write up bills and let's see, let's see how big old boy our presidents are if they sign these bills. Let's see if they're really men or let's see if they're nothing more than puppets in a game. And write the bill up that prevents, get this, big pharma from advertising to people through media. Stop it. We're one of the few countries in the world that do that. Stop big pharma 
advertise them to people and you will dry their budget up quickly and they will stop being, yeah, we will stop being able to um, have the massive lobbying campaign. We'll begin to get more truth out there. The doctors will be forced again to hear education and be forced to make um, answer questions, giving people informed consent and letting people make their call. Right now, we're being so inundated with this this propaganda different thing that we can't get out of it. We can't get out of you guys. And I think that's one of the main answers that we need to do. But I don't honestly believe. I don't believe in any of them. I don't think they want to do it because all of them take big money from pharma, which is public information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, millions I, of dollars. I, I think everybody does. I don't yeah. think it's you. I think big pharma is is fucking three ticks deep into this. They are dug in so deep. They go down. I, I think they even have tried to branch out to like mom and pop pharmacies when they realized oh, yeah. that wasn't going to work. I think they just said, okay, fuck it. What we're going to do is just give a whole bunch of money to CVS. Yeah, we're going to put Walgreens. CVS and a Walgreens on the corner across from the mom and pop pharmacy yeah. out of business. And yeah. we're going to drive That's them right fine. out of business. Absolutely. Um, yeah. la- last question for you, Doc, because I know um, – We've already kept you late, but uh, Outdoor Gal is asking, uh, do the current flu shots have a live virus, a dead virus, the old strain, the current strain? Do you know? Um, I know that they were talking about changing the flu shot, adjusting it to an mRNA shot and putting all of the variants Mm -hmm. in there. Do you know if that's happened yet? Our cl- I, I do know, uh, well, I'll tell you what I know. Our clinic, um, we, we have a medical-based clinic. So, you know, being connected, they're always going to have flu shots available through these drug providers. So at present, this is what we've been offered. It's the next guess strain, typical what it is every year, next guess strain of a small amount. I'm telling you what we're told. I can't guarantee you what's in it. I'm not taking it, by the way. Um, but the next best guess strain of the current influenza virus that's expected to be the dominant strain. And they put those inert strains in there, a uh, small amount in hopes in hopes that it doesn't create an infection. And they Correct. introduce that to the body and they let the body uh, generate its own antibody response. Um, but as we know, historically uh, flu shots do not prevent you from getting the flu. I suppose they could to a certain level, and they certainly, if you didn't get them, that doesn't mean you will get the flu either. So, you know, the ineffectiveness level is still there. Um, I have heard they're going to include it all in there, the mRNA, the COVID and all this stuff. I haven't seen them do that yet. My intuition tells me that they won't try to come up with an all-in-one shot because that would be all-in-one shot of money when you have opportunities to have multiple vaccines out there. I think they're going to keep multiple, and they're going to multiply those over the course of time. I think they're going to put more pressure, and you're going to see more vaccine commercials on TV and even in schools and even at mom-and-pop pharmacies that are going to be offering them for free. Uh, They're not free, by the way. I I see that as a trend. Yeah, but don't you, you, you as well, I, I, I know you, you as well see the BS behind all of this. Yeah. I mean, one day there is no COVID emergency. The next day, oh, well, we need this money. There's a COVID emergency. Oh, but voting, oh, there's no COVID emergency. Oh, but we want to get away with mail-in ballots, but there's a COVID emergency. Yeah. So where do 
where do we finally end all of that? Because this back and forth crap, it's got to stop. We're still under an emergency yeah. from 40 years ago. Yeah. Um, but, programs don't stop. No, they don't. I think that it, it boils down to the concept of fear. When you get a population in fear, you can lead them to do anything. You can lead them off into their own um, suicide. Look at the Holocaust situation of all the um, uh, Holocaust victims being let off in the train, you know, thousands and thousands of people with three machine guns guarding them all. You know, that's where we are right now. I think it ends when the people like you and I and all of us, and this is very important that people hear what I'm saying now. It ends when we as people say no firmly, politely, and non-violently. Firmly, politely, and non-violently. And we guard our house with everything. Yeah, we're going to hang on to our guns, and we will not execute violence at all unless we're defending our lives. That's it. But there's going to take more people doing this. I think we've got a good momentum going. And I think, as you both have said correctly, you both have pointed out, more people are waking up today than I've seen in my lifetime to even the truth. And they're actually looking for truth, which is a, is a good thing. I, I agree. Um, real quick, uh, Jay Hawkeye over on Rumble. I've, I've seen your comments. Um, I just want to let you know. Jay Hawkeye. Well, first off, uh, please email me your name and address because he said he can't walk right now because he has arthritis. It's so bad. Mm. So please email me your name and address at mcvlynn at gmail.com, M-I-C-V-L-Y-N-N at gmail.com so I can send you something that will help you with your arthritis. Um, but uh, we've met Dr. Sherwood multiple times mm. in person, shook his hand, looked him in the eye, spoken with him. In fact, we met him before we ever had him on the show. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm with you, Jay Hawkeye. I don't trust any doctor as far as I can throw them, and I couldn't throw Doc Sherwood very far at all because he's a, <laughs> he's a normally big guy, but uh, he's not a traditional doctor. He's a naturopathic no. doctor, um, which makes all the difference in the world. He doesn't push big pharma meds. He pushes uh, spiritual healing, actual like learning how to heal your body the way it's supposed to be with food, nutrition, real nutrition, real medicine that God gave us, not what big pharma has developed. So I trust Dr. Sherwood for that reason, just so you know. Um, Doc, can you please tell people where they can find you so that they can learn to get to know you as well as we have and, and trust you as well? Yeah. And, and I want to um, encourage people to continue to look at the, the whole profession with the skepticism. You should. Uh, they've earned that right. <laughs> you should question everything. Uh, you got to find people you trust. You got to do exactly what Mick and Beeland did, does. Uh, look people in the eye, ask them questions. And if a doctor doesn't want to ask your questions, find somebody else that's not a doctor. Uh, people can reach us at Sherwood.tv. And uh, look, we are here. We build a partnership and relationship with the people we deal with. Um, we work with people all over the country and all over the world. And Trust is something that has to be earned. It is not just granted by your position. It's got to be earned today. So I will, just like I've, I think I've earned the trust of my friends, Mick and B. Lynn will earn your trust as well. Um, but, you know, I'm just honored to be with you guys and, and to be on your, your broadcast. You also, you do vitamins, you do supplements, mm -hmm. you do, uh, what else do you do? What all do you cover? Oh my gosh, we do everything. So our brand new little project, I, I don't know if I told you guys, it's called Kingdom Fuel. Um, man, I'm excited about that. We Oh yeah, we saw that at uh, in Texas. He was really excited. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm super pumped about that because I've been working on that since November of last year, you know, like 11 months now. I wanted to come up with something that had a two-year shelf life that was organic pea protein, full, you know, full spectrum amino acid content, uh, greens and reds, again, organic, fiber, both soluble and insoluble, and multivitamin and multimineral. I wanted to come up with a full meal formula for, for $5. And we did it. We did it. $5 a whole meal that's to your shelf life. So that's Kingdom Fuel. That's available there. You'll see that right on our website. But we do a bunch of things. So when people come to us, uh, we talk about nutrition, sleep, stress management, movement, genetics, uh, hormones, peptides. And like you said, B. Lynn, we talk about the emotional and spiritual component of life. And we kind of work that whole person so that people can have the opportunity to uh, live well, optimally and healthy for the rest of their days and, you know, decrease the amount of sick time they spend and increase the amount of well time they have. And um, kind of, I, I guess our, our motto is leading people down a pathway of true healing. And and you guys also have like protein powder and stuff I saw uh, down there in Texas as well. That's what I saw was the kingdom yeah. fuel protein powder yeah. was the one yeah. Yeah. That's because I was, yeah. the meal replacement protein powder was the one I was looking at. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, a whole meal. Yeah. Whole meal. Yeah. That is, yeah. and it's, chocolate or something. I don't remember, but I was like, I could throw that in a shaker and I, that could be my lunch. And then I don't have to take lunch and I can work straight through lunch. No, you guys shoot me your address and I'll send you a chocolate and a vanilla. I'll send that to you tomorrow. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Shit. We'll yeah. do that. Use it. It's good. And you know, it's, it's really, we did this to create answers to problems and we can work with people anywhere they are, where they are in the world. Just today, I was working with some people from Singapore, you know, 13 hours away. So people around the world want answers and we're looking to be hope dealers to people. So, you know, reach out to us. And you guys, and you guys do like uh, this type of interaction. I mean, you do online interaction with all of your customers or a good amount of your customers. Would that be accurate? Oh, totally. Yeah. I have, um, you know, face-to-face -face consults with people in the office all the time and around the country. And my wife, you know, who's the much more beautiful, much more academic half, you know, my, my, my prime rim, as I call her, um, she's, she's with me, doctor, but we still love her. She's great. And she's also a naturopath too. I don't know if you guys yeah. knew that, but she's yeah. both. Uh, but then we have actually four nurse practitioners who we've been able to train and get them out of the system. So we're really into training people so that, you know, the knowledge we have is not like gone when we leave the earth, you know, we want to uh, kind of share it downstream. That's great. Hey, before we let you go, I just want to share a comment with you um, on rumble from DW and mm -hmm. he said, okay, really quick. I had to pit stop at the rest area to send this. He's a, he's a trucker that, um, listens to us. He said, Oh my gosh, Dr. Sherwood is on. He is brilliant. Tell him us truckers love and support him. He's so inspirational oh. to listen to. So. Well, DW, thank you. I uh, <laughs> appreciate you drive safe out there. We, we wouldn't be where we are without the truckers. So I just Absolutely. honor you and salute you every chance I get to go, um, appear at a, at a trucker rally to say a few encouraging words, man, I do it. I've been to numerous rallies on the, as the truckers have crossed crisscrossed the USA. Yeah, we have a we have quite a few truckers that listen to us, which mm -hmm. I, I quite love. So, um, awesome. in fact, uh, when I, I I've driven across country now twice in um, as many months. Yeah. <laughs> I drove to Vegas and back. Well, we drove out there the first time and then I drove by myself the second time. But um, yeah, I drove 24 hours straight. It was it was wild. But um, 
had to go, I had to do it anyway. But uh, I, I stopped at, I stopped at a truck stop and uh, I don't even think I ever told you this. And it, I mean, it was, it was like, uh, it was the middle of the night. It was like, well, three, four o'clock in the morning or something. And some guy's looking at me real weird. And I was <laughs> kind of creeped out because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm in my pajamas, you know, I'm like, my hair's braided back. I'm not wearing any makeup. And, and he like, he keeps looking at me and he's like shaking his head and he's looking at me. And finally, and I was like, can I help you? And he was like, oh, I know your voice. It is you. I was like, oh, my goodness. That's okay, awesome. cool. <laughs> That's really like, cool. The first time someone, people recognize Mick all the time, but it was the first time anyone recognized me and I was pretty excited about it. So anyway, but uh, but yeah, we love our truckers. So you guys keep trucking. We appreciate it. So and uh, you as well, Amen. Doc. Keep uh, keep pushing that message of hope and healing because that's what uh, that's that's what we we need. I think only God can heal us now, but we need that hope to get us there. So. Amen. Kingdom fuel coming your way, you guys. Excellent. Sweet. Thanks. Hey, God. give our uh, give our best to your wife, and uh, we look forward to having you back soon. Yes. Yeah. Reach out anytime. I love this and love you guys. Y'all y'all yeah. have a good night. Sounds you good. too, sir. We'll talk to you later. Bye, Doc. Bye. -bye. All right, Dr. Sherwood. There you go, folks. Um, you can go to Sherwood.tv slash Patriot Party. Um, you get a free ebook there, um, all uh, all about healing bind, body, mind, and spirit. And then you can link to his website and um, pick up the vitamins, the kingdom fuel, use promo code Patriot Party. I, I want to say you save 10%. I, I don't remember. I think it's 10%. I think it's 10%. Yeah. So 10 or 15. It's something like that. <laughs> Either way, the, yeah. the point is, is uh, guys, if you guys, if you guys got a lot of gym nuts in here, you guys go to the gym a lot. I'm telling you the protein powder is where it's at. Uh, I think when I saw it, it was 63 grams of protein. That's, that's <laughs> protein P that is way above anything else you get in any other protein shake that exists out there. No kidding. Uh, I think the I most think I've like, seen on this shelf is 32 in my coffee. Yeah. This is 64 grams of protein P in one shake. Yeah. That's what you get per serving. That's, so that would be, my that is breakfast. pretty ridiculous guys. Yeah. No kidding. Um, that's like, uh, you could drink one of those a day and yeah. You would put on weight pretty freaking quick, especially if it's protein pee. Well, I don't need to put on weight. Protein pee is very soluble, but it, it, it mixes fast. It will burn quick, but it mixes fast. That's why it's so good. It works in your muscles faster than anything else. Excellent. So if, you, if you're used to getting sore, this is what you take to um, – uh, protein pee, a good example of protein pee. Has anybody ever um, – if you've done a lot of bicycling um, – Protein pee is uh, something in chocolate. It's found in a lot of chocolates. Like for the longest time, my buddy had me drinking a half gallon of chocolate milk as soon as we were done riding. Oh, good God. Immediately. That's terrible. Yeah, it sounds horrible, but the next day I never felt an ounce of soreness. I wasn't sore at all. And it's because that the protein pee is in chocolate and it's something that uh, alleviate soreness. It constricts your muscles and actually drives back uh, lactic acid back out of the outer fibrous parts of your muscle back into the inner parts. And it actually destroys it faster and gets rid of it through your body faster. And that's what it helps promote. That's why it's, it's like one of the biggest things. If you're a big lifter, a guy that likes to lift heavy and you go heavy and your legs are sore the next day, this is the type of shit you want to take. Just All right. Then. You know. Well, good. Anywho. Yeah. Thank you so much, PQuest, for the cookie and uh, Alice. Alicia. Alicia mm -hmm. B111. Cookie, 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 cookie.
Yes. Uh, Dr. Sherwood is in Oklahoma. So yes, if you ever go is. to Tulsa, you ever find yourself in Tulsa, you want to get better. You can obviously stop by the clinic as well. Yep. Um, meet both him and his wife. They're some of the nicest people I've ever fucking they met. They really are. They're um, amazing. It, I Sometimes I hate to be around him because I know I swear. I know I cuss. <laughs> I can't control it. And I feel bad because I know he does it. Well, Doc doesn't mind so much because he, I mean, he wasn't But I hate to do it with his time, wife. And I was like, man. She doesn't mind so much either. She, I know she doesn't. She thinks but it's funny. She's so funny. It's just but. like, fuck. I'm like, oh, shit. I caught myself again. <laughs> like, literally, I've done that in front of him. I'm like, fuck. Oh, shit. I did it again. <laughs> Damn. I did it again. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, okay. Yes, Leanna, what is going on? Yeah, Leanna, you need to call me later so we can talk. We'll, you got some we'll drama, girl. She's got some family drama going on. So thank you for the can peak quest. Um, you gotta let us know. Yeah, please give yeah. us a call. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yes, absolutely. All right. Um, let's do our man. You just want to keep me saying that, don't you, Peak Quest? I swear to God. Yes, thank you for the can. Thank you for the can. Thank you for the can. Thank you for the preemptive can for the next time you give us a can. <laughs> I like it in the can. I, that's what I heard. <laughs> but I heard that's a lie, too. Oh. How dare you? Where'd you hear that from? How dare you? <laughs> Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. With flames coming out of their butthole. Oh, for goodness sakes. Okay. All right. You ready or what? Almost. I've got to load this up. I'm not quite ready. <sighs> I'm going to plead. I, I plead the fifth. There's a bunch in there still. So. Yeah, what, right. what the hell? We'll, lead a we'll load a fresh bowl anyway. I plead the fifth. You know. Uh, to be honest, don't know anything about Minnesota, but willing to learn. You're going to go to Minnesota. Holy shit, you're going to freeze your ass off in Minnesota, Leanna. Why the hell are you going to Minnesota? I have no idea. Oh. God damn it. Are you going to drop anything else tonight? I might. Besides my ass on the concrete? Holy shit, she got dragged across Jesus. the road by the big dog. The big dog. He Not was... by the small dog, the big dog. Well, I mean, the small dog was helping. She but... was right there, too. Because the, between the two of them, they... Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they outweigh me pretty significantly. So, I mean, I think... Uh, yeah. She has two left thumbs tonight, folks. Yes. She really does. Yes. I've not drunk nearly enough. I dropped a plate yesterday. I was nothing but clumsy yesterday. Hmm, I wonder if it's collective. I hate those days when you just, you know. Well, I figure maybe maybe we'll do this right now while, while I'm waiting for you to do that. Um, What's that? This is something I was just screwing around with. Um, okay. It, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting for y'all to maybe see how my mind works. It doesn't really work this way though, but it, it doesn't. Unfortunately. And I don't know that it's possible for anyone to see how your mind works since it works separately in two separate segments. Well, that's true. So let me add this to the stream really quick. Um, I want you guys to see this. Uh, this is the, interesting. The pet food, feed so, water. I, I don't need that. Amazon, we have like four of those in the house. Go away. This is uh, Vader. Thank you for the cancer. Thank you I like it in the can. She does. Um, so this is the map as it laid out right now. This is what I was talking about earlier with Doc Sherwood. Um, as you can see here, New York, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, Oregon are all up in the air right now. How 
Oh, well, they must be talking about the Senate race in Georgia. They're talking about the the races overall. Because it's not the governor race for sure. Stacey Abrams is like so. No, no. Well, that's not one, but they add them all up. They they put them all together based on. So how many seats are up for election? How many seats could flip the state? For instance, I mean, yeah, you might have a Republican governor, but you could still have everybody else in the House is still a fucking Democrat, you know? So right now. Interesting. So when you look up the toss up, all right, that those these are all toss up states right now. This is what we're looking at toss up wise. If you look at what could happen here, all right, let me let me give you a clue. I'm going to go and fudge with this and play with it a little bit, but let me show you something. This became readily available or apparent this afternoon when I started hearing somebody else who is way more intelligent about this shit speak we about it. We could legit pick up 57 seats. Watch this. We could end up with watch. 57 seats in the house. Watch, watch. Ready? Is that the watch Senate? This. Oh, that's the Senate. Stand by. Okay. Wait, okay. watch. Okay, Ready? Watch this. Get this. This is what could happen. So I'm going to start here. One, two, and there's actually a possibility of a third in another state or in another part of the state in another race. Yeah. All right. So they pick up three in New York, right? Watch this. New Hampshire. They're only going to pick up one. Right now, the biggest, the tightest race is the governor. Yeah. New uh, Connecticut. Same thing. Pick up one. one. Yeah. Because the tightest race right now is the governor. And Pennsylvania, they're going to pick up two. Yeah. North Carolina will pick up one more. Georgia, we're going to pick up two. So we're going to end up that way. Going out here, Senate Arizona, Congress, yeah. one, possibly a second. That's okay. a scary one. Okay. Especially for the left. Yeah. Nevada, we have a possibility of one in Nevada. Yeah. And we have a possibility of one in Oregon. This is what the map could. Now, remember, the rest of the great out states, they Texas. Don't, they don't have they, anyone running they in, always, in they, the Congress. Correct. In Congress. Yeah. But they always go red. So even in the Senate, they would go red. New Mexico, same way. Uh, Mississippi, same. Tennessee, same. So you look at these other states, they're going to stay about the same. But if you look at this right here, this is in the House. Is that you're that? looking at no, that's, 50, the, that's the Senate because there's a hundred senators total. You're, you're right. All right. Sorry. That's, that, the, Senate. that's the Senate. So you're looking at 57 Which to means 43. In Georgia, we would only pick up one, not two, because we only have one Senate race in Georgia. Correct. So it'd be 50. No, we six. pick up two because we were picking up awesome. the governor as well. Oh, but that, this is just the Senate. No, this is, this is not, this is, this is just what is right now. I'll show you the Senate in a second. This is just the interactive map. Okay, that's everything. Yes. Okay. So if you go to the Senate race and you look at all the lines, those are all the toss-ups right now. Everything with a line is a toss-up right now. Everything with a line is blue. If you see blue and red or you see green and red, what you're seeing is independent to Republican or Democrat. Two Republican. Yeah, one Democrat Republican, one Democrat senator, one Republican senator. Yep. But really, we need a six. We need sixty-three senators to get a supermajority. Right. No. We what need we need six, is fifty-seven. Six, sixty-three to break the filibuster. Sixty-three to break the. Well, filibuster. no, yeah, but we don't need a supermajority. We just need a majority. No, I know. No, I know. I got that. I'm just saying that in order to break the filibuster, we need a supermajority. We need sixty-three, and that's not possible. But or we just deal with the filibuster and carry on yeah 
I mean, the Democrats want to get rid of the filibuster, but they're not going to do it before January. So especially if we take the House. Maybe they should. Maybe they should. There we go. Then we won't have to worry about a filibuster. But then that turns around and bites us in the ass later on. True. That's why we don't want to get rid of it in the first place. True. So anyway, very interesting. But that's the map. I mean, you look at that map, folks. 57 seats. <coughs> what does the congressional map look like? Uh, yeah, Texas is red. See, uh, see, you, you still have some shifting even there, too, in the congressional map. That's the current. So, all right. So, oh, that's Senate. That says current Senate. And then that's the 2023 Senate. So this isn't the congressional map. That's the current Senate versus what, what we're projecting. Oh, that's current Senate. Yeah. 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 That's, okay. that's the yeah. 2022 Senate. Yeah. Or 2023 Senate. Yep. So as you're looking at it, I mean, you're looking at it, it, that's mm-hmm. folks, we could definitely pick this up. This is no joke. There are fights that are going on. I've been looking at this all day. I've been going through comparing the numbers and polls. And I can tell you right now, I I have seen the poll numbers are ridiculous. Like if this is true, if I actually believe the polls, if I was running for office and I actually trusted poll numbers right now, right now, I'm there's, there's not a Democrat that wins. Yeah. There is not a Democrat that wins across the board. They are all losing in these swing states, in these open states. What website is this? Someone's asking. That's Fox News. Only place I can find the interactive map. It's all Fox News. 270 to win. It's it's called, it's 270, 270 to win.com. It's the only place that you find this elective uh, interactive map. I was trying to find the map just so I can make it. Um, provable, but they, uh, everything's swinging red. Everything is. Yeah. Well, people are pissed off. We said when it affected their pocketbooks, that's when they would actually swing. Look, y'all, you see what Seamus did to my elbow? So many, on on the little, so many people. I mean, this is like, I, I have seen it twice. No. Yeah, I guess I've seen it twice in my lifetime. Cause I guess I saw it in the eighties with Reagan and then I'm watching it again right now. Yep. But this is going to be crazy because this midterm means we lock everything out. The Dems can't do anything. They they can't they can't do shit, folks. Well, um, the Dems are done. So, except there was this this interesting story. It was very reminiscent of a story that I saw in 2020, and I remember. Y'all know I remember everything. And it says, election results can take a while. Here's why that's normal from the Associated Press. Okay. It's the night of the election. Polls have been closed for hours. Why don't Americans know the winners? In 2020, President Donald Trump proclaimed that the lack of final results on election night could be an indicator of something nefarious and used it to assert without evidence that the election was stolen. We don't want them to find any more ballots at four o'clock in the morning and add them to the list, he said. In reality, however, results released on election night are unofficial and always incomplete. They inevitably change as more ballots are counted. Yeah. 
No, you're just trying to normalize it for the rest of us. Why can certain states do it, yet certain other states can't? Exactly. Tell me something. They are already trying to normalize what they're the cheat. The steal is going to be in again, and they're already trying to excuse it. So, folks, get out there. Watch these drop boxes. We know they're going to mule it. We know they're trafficking in it. Folks, get out there. Start watching your drop boxes. Get out there. Start your tailgate parties. Get it going. Yeah. Cops aren't going to bother you. They're not. As long as you don't put up signs and as long as you don't do anything. Harass anyone or get violent. Or get within 100 feet of that drop box. 100 feet is very far away. But it's really close. And most cameras these days, if you get one of the cameras like what we have here in the studio, trust me, 100 feet, nothing for this camera to zoom in on. Trust me. There ain't nothing on this camera. I I can zoom in a long way on my camera phone. So I... I uh, like on my phone, on my camera. We have got, 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 got it. Got it. Got to get out there, start watching this shit. Yep. Because the only way we're going to, the only way we're getting fucked is if we fuck ourselves. And that's it. Well, I want to say in 2020, we had less than 100 Republican poll watchers. And now we have like 6,000. Or we had less than 1,000 and now we have like 6,000. Well, I I hope we have a lot more than that. So, well, there's only a certain number allowed Allowed in in, every county. Yeah. Fuck. Let's do our, uh, let's do our tribute. See. Yeah. Um, hello. Hello. Dude. There it is. There you go. Still get a second. Oh shit. Where's the ball? Give me the ball. It's right over there. We spent all day looking for this thing, thinking the dogs had stolen it and eaten it again. Like did the, the last one. But in fact it had just rolled onto the desk. It's all good. Please pray for fair counts. Yes, we pray for lots of things. Right now, actually, uh, we're praying for one of our favorite listeners, Death Griffin, because he has um, an excellent opportunity potentially coming his way, and he just needs a little bit of prayer to, to help him get over that final hurdle and, and uh, move to a, a, a better part of his life. So get his own place. Um, yeah, so, so everyone, uh, pray for Def with me that he, uh, he is able to achieve his dreams and goals because he's very close. So good. Yes. Get it. Uh, what's going on? What, uh, Liana, you're 10 minutes late. Where is my shield? And call me when you're done with dinner. Yes, ma'am. See. Anything else, madam? Hey, light up that cherry. You got it. Smoke a bowl and deal with it, Liana. Jesus Christ already. Or start growing Belladonna in your backyard. Actually. We have some of that growing in, in... I have insulin in our yard, too. You know that? You know, you know we have Belladonna yeah, know. growing wild in the yeah, yard. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll leave it there just in case. You never know. You never know. 
You always got to get, you always got to get insulin. Insulin's an, a good way to do it too, though. Although, you know, I, have I ever told? I mean, I just used the tried and true pineapple route, but that's me. So the story of my uh, younger years. Which one? Oh yeah. See, you guys don't know this about me. See, even as a, even as a kid, I was a bit of a scientist, always trying to figure shit out, trying to do different shit. When I got older, it got worse. And when I got my uh, first, I guess you could call it my first real job, like out of high school, first real fucking solid work, like you were getting paid like a, a decent amount of money, right? Um, I'm sitting there at this job and I worked with liquid oxygen uh, for about four years. And um, you get to learn about all sorts of different <coughs> things about it all different sorts from uh, the cryogenic state of liquid oxygen to the warm state of liquid oxygen. What we eventually came up with, we came up with this fucking outstanding idea of like the perfect murder. Like we used to talk about it. Like this was the thing we talked about in our shop. We were fixing shit or doing shit with it. Right. So we talked about some of the different characteristics about liquid oxygen and some of the things we had figured out and learned about while we were sciencing shit. Well, one of the things we learned about is that liquid oxygen and gasoline, the cryogenic state of liquid oxygen is not something you mix with gasoline. It is an instantaneous reaction. Um, we like to call it the explosion and it's bad. It goes boom and it's no joke. It'll pop, it'll, it'll pop your eardrums if you're not careful. So you don't mix those two things together. However, the worm state of liquid oxygen we found was more dense than the gasoline. So it would actually float to the bottom. So we were thinking about it one day and I was thinking about the way you could commit the most perfect murder, what would be the perfect murder? Well, no obvious DNA, no obvious anything else. And it eventually can only be explained by, well, it was an accident. Okay. Then that's your definition of it. Great. No, actually it wasn't. We figured if we took the warm state of liquid oxygen, poured it into a gas tank and then made a phone call from a burner phone or something else, you know, you know, back then it was a pay phone and told that person to come to this place and they went and got in their car and they went and flipped that ignition. We thought one of two things would happen. Either the oxygenated gasoline being uber oxygenated at this point. So when we talk about octane, the octane in the gasoline content just went above a million because now it just got bombarded with warm state of liquid oxygen and either the pistons blew right through the roof and sent the, you know, the, the engine head somewhere into another dimension or the fire would track right back up the ignition line, follow the gasoline all the way back to the gas tank and the whole car would explode. Now, what's the badass part about that? Well, the car would explode either way. Exactly. But the liquid oxygen would burn off. So you would never know. It you would, would never, a, ever know. A, a randomly, spontaneously. It would be a spontaneous expl That'd explosion. That would be so much fun. Okay. Let's not do that. Anyway, uh, Kiwi Boy. Yes. Kush Creams does ship internationally. I talked to Megan yesterday. Um, so I, for all of our... International, international listeners, you as well can take advantage of Kush Creams. K-U-S-H-C-R-E-A-M-S, kushcreams.com. Use promo code DEFIANT, save 15%. And for the next 30 days, 29 days now, get a free $30 jar of 
Coach Graham. Shauna is, we're also going to be working with Shauna on yep. that one. Uh, me and James had a great conversation about it the other night. And I talked to um, her for almost three hours today. And we, uh, we were talking about actually doing that to where we open Siri CBD up to you all uh, over up north of us and obviously across the pond. Yep. And uh, we're going to get Siri CBD opened up as well for that. Uh, again, you got to remember this. Even if we have to ship it ourselves. This is a licensing thing right now. So we've got to get the license for it that we can do that. So yes, it is. Uh, we're actually, I think we're going to end up merging two really good people together because I think when Shauna and Megan meet, um, I think that's going to be it. I, I'm, we'll see. I think they're going to hit it off. Yeah. They're both the same person for Christ's sake. Well, not exactly, but we'll see. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're working on it and a uh, promo code defiant is still active at seriouscbd.square.site. Um, I think I'm going to make a new website for that to redirect it to that. Cause that's really long. Um, and, uh, we will be getting, uh, the serious dash CBD back soon. We're just waiting on the domain transfer. GoDaddy does not want to, respond, um, even with all the paperwork in. So they're, they're waiting on that, but that's, that's coming as well. So, um, but serious CBD still get 35% off with promo code defiant and, uh, you know, keep yep. that going. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. You got it. All right. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to this too funny boneless chicken said, uh, Wife walked in saying, you watch vids of people hitting a bong? Me, no, they discuss politics. Wife, are they hippies? Me, times have changed. <laughs> hippies like to kill shit now. Just saying. Oh, I used to be a hippie. Yeah, she used to be a big time tree hugger. It was, it was fun. Like I showered all the time. I, you couldn't really call me a hippie. I just, no, you were a fucking hippie. I like to do drugs and my hair was really long. So it's kind of the same as I am now. <laughs> You're still a hippie. <laughs> Oh, anyway. Difference is you haven't given into your vegan ways yet. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> See? That's what no. See? I got roast beef cooking right now. Hell yeah. I'm running to be a voice for working Americans. If it's good for Colorado, count me in. And that's the problem with Senator Bennett. He doesn't step out. He's Joe Biden's yes man. Michael Bennett votes with Joe Biden 98% of the time. Look, I love my wife dearly, but I don't even agree with her 98% of the time. Joe Biden with Michael Bennett's rubber stamp has led to the record inflation, soaring crime, a broken war on American energy that we're living through now. It's not working. It's time for a change. Well, it is definitely time for a change. And um, I, this guy, wow, I like it. And he's in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Another one that might flip. All right, a boneless chicken. Well, not yet because wait, the wait, last time. Where, where is it that men pay to watch women smoke? Because I, I can do that shit all day long. <laughs> What's that? Boneless chicken said, I guess men pay to watch women smoke. Had no idea. Not sure if it was that or Uncle Bangle Frog that threw her the most. But okay, yeah, seriously. Um, where, where's the, where is this place that men pay to watch women smoke? Because like, I, fuck. I'll, I'll, no shit. Yeah. I'm up. I'm down for that. I'll be a good Muppet. <laughs> I'll be a very good Muppet. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Oh, anyway. 
So who's this Muppet running against? Uh, in Colorado? Yeah. Uh, Bennett, and he's, I don't know. I wonder how much Whatever. Josh has fallen on this. Well, he's not in Colorado anymore. Oh, or he's right. moved, He's in the process. He's going back and forth while he's trying to sell his house. Holy shit. Anyway. It's crazy. God. I ran into a lady in Eaton, Colorado. Uh, she came up to me. She pleaded with me. She said, Joe, you got to win. You've got to help us. I just paid three hundred thousand or seventy-two thousand dollars to fertilize three hundred acres. Her fertilizer bill was double this year what it was last year. The year before that, it went up fifty percent. They need relief. They need relief from this war on energy that the Biden Bennett administration has led. They've shut us down here on federal permits. If you look at the permits that are actually being drilled on now, they're far less than they were under any other president. And what I'm hearing from rural Colorados is we're detached. We don't know how far they drive. We don't know how it, how hard it is for them to make a living out here because of this record inflation. And so that's the one consistent thing I've heard from everybody across the state. One consistent thing is that they're hurt. Yeah, hmm. and that, that politicians are out of touch with them. Go figure. That their representatives don't actually represent them because they have no idea what's really going on. Go figure. When else, where else have you heard that, folks? But Joe says that we're producing more oil than ever. That we're actually doing great in the yeah, economy. Oh yeah, the economy is amazing. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. While you've been creating dependency, I've been creating opportunity, moving my company forward. I've got guys that have been there now uh, 30 years, and they're partners. They're making one hell of a living, and, and they're doing a great job, and I'm very proud of those guys. Yeah, he's a uh, great job. Great job. They're doing a great job. Okay, I guess he's very proud of them. I, I guess that's important. I don't know why that clip is important. <laughs> is it important for a reason? I, um, yeah. All he said is, yeah, they're doing a great job. I love those guys out there. Great job. Great job. That's not what he said. Yeah, that's what no, he said. That's not what he said. Go back and replay it. That's not what he said. What did he say? Listen. It was 14 seconds, babe. Give me a break. Okay. While you've been creating dependency, I've been creating opportunity, moving my company forward. I've got guys that have been there now uh, 30 years and they're partners. They're making one hell of a living and, and they're doing a great job. And I'm very proud of those guys. He said, while you've been creating dependency, oh, well, I've been creating okay. opportunity. Right. You've been in politics your own your whole life, All right. getting people All right. to suck Touché. off the government's hit. Touché. And I've been giving them an opportunity. And these people have worked for me for 30 years. And now they're partners in my company. Touche. Like, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right. Touche. I oh, just uh, slow, <laughs> slow down <laughs> on your <laughs> fucking heels there, huh? <laughs> Raising up pretty quick. You want to get your heckles all twisted up like that, huh? I'm fucking tie knots in that shit. Hey, you get really cranky when you're in pain too, so fuck off. Yeah, but what, I'm not in pain. Look what Seamus did to my Oh elbow. my God. Look at this drama queen I've got to deal with, <laughs> folks. I'm going to hear about this for the rest of the night. <laughs> you didn't care on this show. <laughs> you just said fuck you no you're gonna rub me down later it'll be all better <laughs> if i may please the inflation reduction act spent another 750 billion your tax dollars another 750 billion on top of the five trillion that has already been spent everybody knows you can't spend more money to reduce inflation that's not how the economy works and so you're stealing tax dollars from these hard-working people to pass 
your pet projects and also included in that bill that's very, very, very harmful to our business community is the hiring of 87,000 new IRS agents that will snoop into your bank accounts to find ways to steal your money to pay for the socialist spending sprees of the Democrats in Washington, D.C. Yes, that's absolutely true. And it's a point that you consistently forget to bring up when you talk about that $750 billion piece of legislation. Now, this lady right here, folks, she is running for the uh, governor's seat there in New Hampshire, okay? She is about the biggest badass I have ever seen. She's not that tall. She's about as tall as I am, I think. And you're no, she's she's a lot shorter than you are. No, she's she's five. She's five, seven and a half or something. Okay. She's almost as tall as I am. Well, that's kind of tall for a woman. So um, she was anyway. So made me giggle. But I saw this and I was like, holy shit. Like that wasn't the first time she slapped him. She slapped him once there. She slapped him again like five minutes later. And he goes, oh, that's funny. It was funny when you were murdering all those children earlier, you know, while you were at your freaking uh, with the uh, abortion clinic. Yeah. And literally yelling because this guy's like a doctor or something. And like, I guess he owns like an abortion clinic or some shit like that. She was literally like punching this dude right in the balls. Like, well, that was great. How many kids did you murder there? Hmm. Anyway, I digress. This chick's badass, though. Yeah. I like her. That's why I give New Hampshire a lot of hope. I think she I think she wins this one. Just saying. And she'd win in my book. When Congressman Pappas came into office in 2018, inflation was 2%. Today it's at 8 Gasoline was two bucks a gallon. Today, it's at four. We cannot continue to trend in this direction. We literally cannot afford another two years of Chris Pappas being in office. If you want someone who will stop the unmitigated spending in Washington, D.C., who will end this runaway inflation, who will lower, truly lower energy costs for you and your family, and lower the price of home heating oil as we head into this very scary winter, who will support a secure border, stand up for our law enforcement community, then I ask for your vote. There you go. No, she's running for Congress. Not is, she, is she doing Congress? Yeah, Congress. Because okay. um, what's his name? Pappas um, is. Uh, Pappas is also. He's the current. He's the incumbent congressman. But that's right. She's a Republican running against him. But um, what's his name? Uh, Sonono. Sonono is governor of New Hampshire forever. Like in, that's right. Until he fucking dies. Like Sonono is, will always be governor of New Hampshire. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And we don't know if he's a Republican or a Democrat. He like flip flops pretty much every election cycle. Like one year he runs as a Republican and the next year he runs as a Democrat. Like we have no idea. She's still badass. So no, no is like, anyway, she's still badass. It don't matter. Yeah. Really don't matter. So. The worst border crisis in American Uh, history, the worst crime wave in decades, the threat of nuclear annihilation, our economy collapsing. Joe Biden and John Fetterman aren't up to these challenges. Biden is stumbling around, and Fetterman just isn't right. And our economy is down as hell. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Biden and Fetterman, liberal, clueless, weak. Make America Great Again Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Damn, you gotta like that commercial. Yeah. That's gotta give you a heart on, if anything. That dropped today. Yeah. Um right before bang 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 that was fucking right on the money right before good old chucky schumer i think that one's next said this and mind you this is a 
supposedly a hot mic moment, although as politically adept as Chuck Schumer is, there's no fucking way he didn't know that there was a camera right there right with a there. microphone videotaping everything. So again, this is this is planned. He's, this is he staged. did this on, pur- on purpose, but there's a lot of background noise. So listen carefully. It's not going to hurt us so much. No, he said, it looks like the debate didn't hurt us too much in Pennsylvania as of today. Yeah. That's what he said. You got to remember, though, there's a lot of people that have already cast their ballots. Yeah. All right. So this is, folks, this is why I was always, I've always, I've always been against early voting. Yeah. There is no reason to vote early. Fuck already. The, you have a debate or two, and then you vote. There's a reason you do it that way. We are corrupting our system by allowing this early, early voting bullshit. What the fuck is wrong with people today? There were old people. My grandfather used to get up in the morning on voting day. At six o'clock, just to make sure he was the first fucker in line standing there waiting, took his leg off and everything and sat down on the sidewalk. Well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people in Pennsylvania that are feeling a lot of regret and they're, they're feeling, they're angry. They're pissed off. They feel like they've been lifelong Democrats and they feel like their party hid from them how bad Fetterman really is. And they, while they feel sorry for him, they don't feel that he's capable of representing them in, in the Senate as, as he shouldn't. I mean, he can't think about it. The Eagles, they're as good as the Eagles. And he's a Steelers fan. What the fuck is he saying? Exactly. Uh, he's, he's worse than Joe. Um, and that's actually, I think they're about the same bar line. to hit. Um, well, Joe at least can answer a question without having to have it written out for him. He doesn't do it well. I was about to say, he doesn't do it all that well at all, period. But at least he can. And and he reads off a teleprompter better than Fetterman does. Come on. Come on, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. Come on, man. So anyway, go go ahead and and play this clip. They feel sorry for Fetterman, but they're pissed that they didn't know how bad his condition was when they voted for him early. Yeah. They wouldn't have voted for him. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. They probably wouldn't have voted at all. And what's the number one issue facing our country, your state? Um, well, I think we're kind of living in an altered universe. I think that inflation obviously affects everything from our fuel to our food. And it's really hard for people that live on a fixed income to manage their wallet today. Also, crime. Crime is a big factor. You can't really feel safe going anywhere in this country today. So what didn't they talk about? Abortion. Mm-hmm. 
which is abortion and January 6th are the only things that the Democrats are running on right now. Yeah, but when you ask people on. on the ground, they talk about inflation and crime. They talk about money and safety. And now Nancy Pelosi, too little too late, has put out a letter saying that the Democrats- They are- the party of law and order. They are the party of, of safety and they they fully support the police and they are trying to gaslight you into making you think that they've always been this way. And we know that that's not true. That's just ridiculous. Do I have to go back and show you the proof? We've got video upon video. Defund the police. Yeah. Defund the police. Democrat after Democrat saying defund the police. Fuck the police. Uh, yeah. I mean, so I, I can pull up a 10 minute. I'll pull it up tomorrow. A 10 minute video of Democrats saying defund the police. I, I, everybody, every single one. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. So again, Nancy Pelosi, she's, she's starting to realize that, oh shit, I, I can't just, um, hope and wish and, and pray and cheat for us to win. Cause, uh, there's already more people that have voted early in this midterm than voted in total in any previous midterm. You gotta understand this midterm is this is the, probably the, I mean, this is the biggest election. I, I think election. this is going to be, uh, I, 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 I don't like making these predictions, but like I said, I think this probably might be, I'm, I'm throwing this one on the, the fence that this is going to be an earth shattering election. Yeah. We're going to see something we have not seen in this country in a very long time. And in one solid voice, I believe the American people are going to stand together and say, you know what? Fuck, Fuck you. you. Yeah. Fuck your big government bullshit, your new world order crap. Get the fuck out of here. And we're just going to call it a day. I, I just, I, I don't see America dealing with this. You got to remember, folks, we were a con country of rabble, a fucking rabble. We were nothing. We stood up to a monarch, said, fuck you, eat a bag of dicks. Oh, by the way, I'm going to serve them to you too, you faggot. We're still a country of rabble. Look around. Except then we were hardworking, honest rabble with a bit of freaking morality and integrity. Now we're just rabble. So now we just got to go back to morality. Honesty and integrity. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well, speaking of honesty and integrity, <laughs> easier said than we done, bring you folks. Katie Hobbs. Yes. The worthless, worthless uh, person who is running against Carrie Lake right now out of Arizona who refuses to debate her no, no, no. because she's a big pussy girl. Not just that. She accused Carrie Lake of like breaking into her office or some shit. Hey, just play Play this. What? Clip. Yeah. Play this clip. It's ridiculous. What was this? Hey. Today? No way. Just play. Nah, you're lying to listen, me. Listen, listen. Hi. What was taken from your campaign office? And do you have reason about, to believe that this was politically motivated? Today. I'm not talking it's about It's kind of a big deal, though, that your campaign office was broken into. I think do we, do access we, do, to safe and legal abortion is kind of a big deal, and that's what we're here to talk about. Do you have about. reason to believe it was politically motivated? We're not going to go not. beyond the statement at this time. Secretary uh, Hobbs. So, was some, it broken into or not? Someone, I'm confused. So, supposedly, someone broke, allegedly, someone broke into her office. And she has accused Carrie Lake's campaign of being involved. Really? But now she's not bringing an investigation because she has no evidence of anything, even that her office was broken into. Well, then why bring up 
the fact that your office was mm. broken into it all the mm. Mm. a long way up. We played a uh, Project Veritas's mm. video with Hub's sister a couple days ago, Monday maybe Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we're her, all over that. Her twin sister. Her twin sister too. Yeah. Anyway, mm. yeah, so weird. And they're not Rh negative. Hmm. No. Interesting. No. But anyway, um, but uh, our our humor clip of the day is none other than Cable Toe. As soon as she pops up. Okay. Because you know you know about school buses, maybe I, folks. I should have played this. In Make the sure you know about school buses. Considering my story. And when I think about what we have been able to do through the infrastructure law, what it means is that we have now invested, and that's the announcement today. $5 billion over the next five years. What we are doing today is the first of those billion dollars, $1 billion, through grant proposals from the 50 states, distributing to the 50 states an investment for their ability, starting the next school year, next school year, to roll these buses out, to pick up our kids and take them to school. That's our announcement today. Hold on, we'll we'll get to the school buses clip in, in a second. But yeah, so they're Whoa. they're getting electric school buses. So wait, what, what's the humor part? Hold on, well we're, we're gonna get that's that's the first part. Hold on, I've got to pull the other one up actually. Oh, oh, you didn't pull it yet. Um, I I it's in it's in show clips, but actually, I uh, I think I didn't. I closed it out from last night. Hold on. So you talk for a second. Because you're good at that. You're in my microphone. I am in your microphone. Look at that. All right. I'll just do it behind your back. How's that? There you go. There. All right. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Homeschool. Not needed, camel toe. Oh, where did it go? No, that's not cool. I, I don't know what you're talking about. There was a whole clip about... Um, the yellow school buses. The yellow school buses. <laughs> I was going to play that song tonight, too. And it was so funny. And I don't know where it is now. Actually, I was going to do the Yellow Submarine by the Beatles, but. Huh. Weird. Oh, you know what? I bet I I, I bet I accidentally shut it out of uh, the, the downloader. Oh, well. Anyway, sorry about that, y'all. We did have the yellow school bus. I did have because it. Because she talked about yellow school buses. It was so funny. And it was hysterical. Like, because everybody loves the yellow school bus. Everybody loves yellow school buses because most of you are old enough to remember being picked up by a ye big yellow school bus. I'm like, what are you talking about, bitch? They still get picked up by big yellow school buses. Exactly. Where the fuck are you? How much more disconnected can you become from... Us, I, I just, I, I cannot fathom their stupidity. I, I know. I understand. Where are we at? Uh, you know what? Skip. The, we'll do that tomorrow. That looks like a man. Yeah, maybe. skip that. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the third wow. quarter GDP tomorrow. Go down to the next the next row, or unless you want to play Alex Stein. Now let's play this. Let's talk about this real quick. All right, let's talk about this homo. So. On to the Pentagon. One thing we didn't get into with uh, with Dr. Sherwood was the possibility of nuclear war. But have no fear. Our government is here to save, save us. Save the day. Yes. Secretary Austin, uh, 
Vladimir Putin again said today that Ukraine is planning to use a dirty bomb. Is Putin bluffing? And how does scrapping one of the few tactical nukes that was in development here in the Pentagon deter Putin uh, right now? Um, we have not seen anything to indicate that Putin has made a decision to use a dirty bomb. Nor have we seen uh, any indications that uh, that the Ukrainians uh, are, are planning such a thing. The Ukrainians, have, in fact, their leadership have indicated to us that that's not uh, uh, in their plans. So, um, you know, again, uh, again, um, we've seen no indications of that. It's important to make sure that we're talking to uh, adversaries and allies alike and making sure that that uh, we're, we're tamping down um, dangerous talk and uh, and making sure that we maintain lines of communication. So open. What the fuck ever? Get out of here. So, you are fucking full of shit. Everybody knows this. So we have no intelligence. We have no actual intelligence that there's any threat of a nuclear war except for Vladimir Putin saying that there's a threat of a nuclear war. Yet everybody's talking about it. Does it, does that make any sense to anybody about that? He's he's just gaslighting. Like I said, our government is no, here. No, it's not you gaslighting. Wrong. You know what I think? He's just a fucking moron? No. Hmm. I think they're actually threatening us. And I think this retard is so stupid. His people are making it sound like they're polite suggestions. Oh. And that's why you can't hear what they're actually saying anymore. When I've tried to listen to what was being interpreted, I couldn't hear the voice in the background. And I couldn't tell what Putin was saying because they dubbed everything. Yeah. Shit pisses me off. I fucking hate dubbing. Well, fucking pisses me off. See if you can get our, our kid to reroute our YouTube through Russia so that you can... Or through Ukraine so that you can get the actual uh, without the dubbing. The way he did with Netflix so he could get Japanese anime out of Japan. There's possibilities to that. Yeah. Because the shit that they're pumping through Instagram. Yeah. And I, I just noticed this today. So uh, I was reading a post today because I was following Zelensky's Instagram. Because I wanted to keep up on the fake war. To see how bad the fake war is really going. Because Zelensky can make a lot of photos, make a lot of videos on Instagram. And make a lot of demands on the United States. For which we owe nothing to the country of Ukraine. For anything. Other than right now a lot of heartache. And little worms like that don't need to be making demands. Captain but Super, that's how we did it. He used an out-of-country VPN. That's how he routes it. I was listening to this thing, and I was like, okay, yeah, the translation sounds about right. And then I went down and I looked, and not only was the audio edited, but the translation was edited as well. So the audio matches the translation. And I said, hmm. That is an obvious forgery. So we have no idea what Zelensky is actually saying because that translation that's being put out there is being edited and the audio is being edited to match the translation. So we have no idea what the fuck he's saying. Excellent. All right. Well, 
Um, let's let's get this guy's perspective on it. Yeah, that guy. Sure. We'll get him. Old fuck. And I don't even know who's really responsible for this, but it's a very narrow group and it has almost nothing to do with the American people and no one's been asked about it and no one's been informed about it. And no one's been told about it. And yet here we are near the brink of nuclear war and we are near the brink of nuclear war. That's true. So to my mind, we are in a wildly wrongheaded approach. Oh, how did we get here? We got here because the United States just can't keep its goddamn nose out of anyone's backyard. All right. I'm going to butt in on this guy because I, although I like what he's saying, uh -huh. he's damn right. We are on the brink of nuclear war. Thank God. Finally, somebody's saying it. Yes, we are on the brink of nuclear war. If you're all wondering, yes, we are on the brink of nuclear war. It's coming. Is it about time? I don't know. Do is this? Do we need to go through it? I have no idea. Is, is this what we have to do? I, you got me. I can't answer those questions for you. What I can tell you though is that there is some there is some bullshit afloat here. There's a lot of different people that we're hearing different shit from. Okay, for instance, people of power are saying different things. I heard Pelosi this morning saying, uh, no, there's no nuclear war. And then Joe this afternoon, oh, well, you never know with those Russians. When you have confusion like this prior to a midterm election, this alone could be the cheat. Think about it. How do you vote if you're scared? What direction do you vote? What do normal people do? I would think if you're scared, the status quo would be you vote Republican because, man, those guys are never fucking scared. Well, but for some true. reason, bitches still bitch left. So they go and they fucking vote Democrat. You can't say the Republicans are never scared because they don't fucking do anything. All they do is talk. They don't actually bring anything. Well, nobody, nobody does anything. So anyway. But this is where we're at. Yes, we are on the brink. This is the closest we've ever been. Um, and if I'm right with that, that means right now we are sitting at DEFCON 3. And DEFCON 3 means we are watching everything like a hawk. If Biden is coming out and saying that this closest we've ever been, closest we've ever been before was DEFCON 2. And that was with the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right now, if that's the closest we've ever been, then that means we're at DEFCON 3 right now. Except I doubt the government's actually declared that. They don't have to tell us that. That's a military thing. It's got nothing to do with us. But I, but Biden's the commander in chief, right? Wouldn't he have to be the one to put us at DEFCON three? Yeah, I doubt he's done it. it we we don't have to know. It, it can matter. still happen, and we wouldn't know. I gotcha. People didn't even know that the United States had moved to DEFCON two. I know in nineteen sixty two. I got. I understand that. I'm not talking about whether or not the people are going to know. I'm saying I doubt Biden has done it in the first place. 
I'm just saying that this is all. Because he does not want to admit that he has brought us to the brink of nuclear war and bringing us to DEFCON 3, whether uh, openly or covertly, it doesn't matter. That's an admission of failure. They don't, it's the optics. And again, whether those optics are out in the open or not, it's, it doesn't matter. All right. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. All right. This is a new secret, so to speak. Not even a secret. It's just a conspiracy that I've been dwelling over. But I've taken timelines and I started mirroring timelines. Have you ever heard about doing this? It's a way to look at history. Um, I learned it when I was in school. One of the things that my minor was in history, my major was in political science, but my minor was in history. One of the things in history that you can do, if you do it right, you can take overlapping timelines and lay them over each other and you can watch where instances coincide in time. Does it line up about a, every 138 years? It's about a 144, not 138, but it's closer to 144 than 138. But there's a, but that's because leap year. If you took leap year out, it's actually 138. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're wrong. So anyway, um, the one of the things that I noticed, I, I took a, I, it's an old theory propagated by some historian years and years ago that if you take an overlapping timeline, it means that you're re-representing a historical timeline that has already taken place and that we already know the end of that timeline. And if you're smart enough to notice it and put them behind each other or one in front of each other, you will see what the big markers are that will tell you that you're in a row. So just the other night I was thinking about, it, I was like, holy shit, I wonder. So I took from the sixties on from 1960 to 1963, actually 1964. And I took from 20, uh, 2020 to now. And when I laid the events over each other, and I obviously had to compress them because I had one that was four years. I had one that was two years. Now, I also realized that there is a way larger, a huge news cycle difference between the two decades that I'm referring to. However, when you line it all up, it almost lines up perfectly. Like right now, we'd be going through the Cuban Missile Crisis all over again. And isn't it weird that we're almost at a fucking state of nuclear war at the same exact time that we were in 1962. Hmm. Does that not make you scratch the side of your head and say, maybe it does repeat itself? So is Joe going to be... Have you ever witnessed a DEFCON scare? You ever witnessed unauthorized missiles fired, photo evidence yet dismissed? You ever witnessed a political foundations wreck hundreds of millions of dollars from specific terrorist sponsor orgs, etc., only to immediately seats once out of power? All during the same period of time? Nothing's happening? Not fast enough? Do not understand, comprehend what we are currently dealing with? People are dying. We are under threat of kill every second of the day. Those who you trust the most are the most evil. This is not a game. Humanity is at stake. That's only half the post anyway. What number is that? 1746 mm. from 72818. Anyway, um, sorry. 
But yeah, so because um, Leanna said, uh, Grasshopper, Qtard Master said we are at DEFCON 3 by QPost. So. I wasn't referring to the QPost. I was just. I know you weren't. Merely referring to the fact that I know that we're probably, we have to be at DEFCON 3. If Joe said that we're at a level never seen before, we've never been to DEFCON 3 before. Remember, DEFCON 1 is where we normally sit. DEFCON 1 is nothing. It's like, hey, we're just normal. Mm-hmm. 2 is, uh, we're a little elevated. Yeah, we're going to watch shit a little bit, a little closer. We're going to be watching those tanks. We're going to be watching what's going on in Russia. We're going to be watching what's going on in certain borders. We're going to be watching what certain people are doing. DEFCON 3, we're talking, dude, not only are we fueling our birds, we're getting our birds up in the air. We're putting stealth bombers up in the air. They're going to start humming in and out of radar contact while, while they fly towards Europe. Okay. DEFCON 4 is no joke. Hey, we're in snap count. That shit's real folks. Snap counts a real thing. We go into snap count. There's no talking to anybody. Literally. It is a complete blackout. There is no talking to anybody. And all that's being done is buttons are being pressed. And, and that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. And where the fuck is he going to get the fuel come uh, from? Because he gave it all away. Yeah, we have 25 days of diesel left. And November 1st, we, (coughs) I had actually. How else can you do it? I had done the math. I I looked at a chart and I had done the math. And I'm thinking that we had already, we were already less 2 million barrels a day from OPEC. But actually, that doesn't kick in until November 1st. So recalculating the math. Um yeah, we're, we're going to run out of diesel, like in the United States, um, probably just before or just after the midterms. We have, we have 25 days of diesel left right now in our, in our backup supply. And we dip into that right now, about 2 million barrels a week. I I, I'm just saying, I, I don't, I don't see this. Um, this is, if they wanted a more dramatic ending to this, I, I, I don't think you can, I, I don't think you can. And, and the thing that drives me the most nuts, this is what really drives me crazy. And, and Lindsay, I know you already know, so don't say anything. Cause I know you're going to be like, fucking it. You're done, stupid son of a bitch. I know you're going to go off on me. But anyway, there are so many people out there that will not admit any of this. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to see it. They don't even want to know what's going on. They want to keep going to their PTA meetings. They want to keep going to their fucking little booster clubs and all their other shit. They don't even want to look at this. I I will say though, before we get out of here to give credit where credit is due, um, you guys, well, maybe you don't because I stopped talking about him a long time ago. Ben Shapiro, not a fan. Um, He's kind of an elitist prick and he really turned me off when he was like, just go get the vaccine. Anyway, he came out and he was like, we were lied to. We were misled. I'm, I'm sorry um, about the jab. So some people are waking up. Might be too late, but anyway. Um, yeah, we got to get out of here. So um, tomorrow night, 6 yep. p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time, we'll be yeah. back. Uh, 5.45, the lounge starts, as Miss Leanna loves to call it. And uh, Don't forget, we'll- if you haven't checked out that amazing nano uh, colloidal silver toothpaste, freshmouth.life. It is quite fantastic. And of course, Kush Creams. Go to Kush Creams yep. if you, you got to get rid of some pain. Kushcreams.com. Uh, use uh, promo code DEFIANT and uh, it's going to save you what? Uh, 30? 15%. 15%. And then for the next 30 days, you get a $30 jar of cream for free. There you go. Um, and then, uh, and then of course, uh, you know, if we, if we run out of diesel in two weeks, they're not going to be able to send anything to your house. You know, trucking, shipping, everything's going to shut down. Um, power will go out, everything. Stock up now. Go to My Patriot Supply. Go to defiantprep.life. That's our affiliate link for My Patriot Supply. Go get yourself a 90-day supply of food, a 30-day supply of food. You can mix and match meals. You can build your own bucket. You can get the one that's already pre-done. Like, do these, it now. These are You're sh- right, a non lone ranger. Stock up or die. That's they're, where we're at. They're, 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 these things are shelf stable for two and a half years, folks. No, 25 years. Or 25 years. Yeah, Shit, that's it even wasn't better. 2.5. It was so, 25. Okay, so it's yeah. even better. So, folks, go get it. 25 years. You can just keep it on your shelf for 25 years. Move. It can move with you. You can do whatever you want. Look, it's worth for 90 days worth of food. Really high calorie, good food. Yeah. So, you know, you can intermingle, mix and match with whatever you're growing. Fuck that. It doesn't make any sense not to do it. Absolutely. It comes in discreet shipping. Nobody will know what's in it. It gets sent directly to your front door. You can put it away to keep it in the same box and put it away. Yeah. That's it. All right. So we got to get out of here. Josh with the Red Pill Project is coming up next. So, so uh, tune in over there at redpills.tv to check out the Daily Dose. Um, we will be back tomorrow, 545 Eastern for the lounge. And then on Sunday, we've got Ski coming in from Poland. We do start at noon on Sunday. And then we're going to play uh, the Real F- Anthony Fauci Part 2 afterwards. So um, thanks for tuning in. Yes, an online ranger in stock water. Don't stock water. You die without water. You can last a lot longer without food than you can without water. Or find yourself so, a water source. Yes. One of the two. Yes, a good water source. So so either way, All right. for the Mick. And be Lynn. We will talk to you later, folks. Have a great night. Thanks for watching.
been hungry, ain't never too late to come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Oh, Jay. You can fuck around and find out. If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can feel it. Oh, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck. I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. I ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out. I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirt South with a truck seat eye. And he straight pops loud. Land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. I love my country, love my freedom. Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. Come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around and find Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD. Mike Lindell and due to your incredible support the original my slippers are almost completely sold out as a special thank you I am launching my brand new all-season slippers slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 this is a limited time offer so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98 my all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. 
And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now.